0: Welcome in to Through the Lens here on a lovely Sunday. We're recording this. It's a special recording. And today we're going to be handling a special up-and-coming director, I'd say. She's making the Barbie movie later this year. And, of course, we're going to be focusing on two movies. I guess her only two movies, really. True. Her, her, Her two debut movies. Both starring Saoirse Ronan. Of course, we're talking about Greta Gerwig. And the movies we're going to be talking about is Little Women and Lady Bird. And we are joined here by... Alex, of course. Say hi, Alex. Hello, everybody. Cameron Kasperzak. Hey. And the voice of reason for this episode, one Sydney Bab.
1: <laughs> hey, guys.
2: Excellent. Dave's out, that was off the dome, everybody. <clears throat> off the dome. Very impressive. See, there was those. a few Another mistakes thing. in there, but you know, it's okay. You we, did get it right, though. Those, These are her only two um well, I'm sure she has.
0: I mean, like, I'm sure she has other movies she's directed, but like... No, no, these,
2: it's this. What?
0: Th- think about it, Alex. She's been making movies probably since <laughs> she was a kid. <laughs> Like go to IMDb. I'm sure there's others, but like, <laughs> she's
3: like Steven Spielberg. She yeah. She, she
0: had all her all her. You say you see the joke.
3: Sorry, I don't know. Like home films. I'm yeah. sure. I'm I'm like, sure I'm she's sure... young enough to have like iMac oh, movies. Okay. Yes.
2: There there was one movie, Nights and Weekends, that she co-directed. But these are the only two films she's solo directed. Yeah, but like like, like these movie. are the, her
0: two movies. But yes. like I'm
2: sure she's made others. Was my point.
0: Wait, she's been a screenwriter like, for a while. Like she's... my cousin, and I used to make the movies, and we used the. Uh, yeah. Listen, listen. I want to tell you. It's a fun little anecdote for you. And we'd use the the VFX where like the car would crash in. We'd be like, <laughs> "No." Yeah. Sydney, you were saying?
1: Yeah, I found out today that she's also an actress. She's oh, been yeah. in a, she's been in a few movies That's with true. like directors that have kind of been her. I don't know. She what's, was in critically
2: acclaimed rom-com, No Strings Attached. So. Was she really? Apparently. She was the character of Patrice. She was the string. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but there's none attached. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. That's why you don't remember her. Bad That's joke, Cameron. True, true. Already off to a tough start here. She was also in The Meyerowitz Stories, which was directed by her partner, Noah <laughs> She's in
0: Frances Ha as well, if you've heard of that.
2: Wait. Hmm. Did- rewind. What would you say? She about was, our partner? Uh, Noah Bombach? Really? Yeah. The guy know. that directed and wrote *Marriage, marriage story. story*, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they're not married yet. Yes, they're just, just as partners. I mean, okay, I okay, I see like, what it, you're it, saying. I, I think they've been just together so, for. A what very you're long saying time. is
3: he did not write *Marriage Story* about her. Uh, no. Okay, okay, that's good. According to,
2: hear. to this, he doesn't have any. Uh, s- well, no. Oh, wait, 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 wait. He was previously married. Uh oh. So. That could, be, that could be a thingy. I don't know. Anyways, Anyways that's detracting. That, 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 that is. This oh, I is, found a movie. Oh,
1: Nights and Weekends. She was a director on.
2: Boom. Welcome to the club. I said that earlier.
1: <laughs> God dang it. She was I a director, so writer, and she starred in it. Yeah, oh. that sounds about right to me. Wow.
2: Greta Gerwig does a lot of things. And again, today we're talking about two movies that, one, an A24 film that was really, I would say, near the start of A24's rise to prominence. And then Little Women, which was a bigger box office success and led directly into Greta Gerwig writing and directing Barbie, which I'm so excited for, coming out this summer, right? Yes. Should be, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like it's coming out the same day as Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Oh, now oh, that wow. is going to be so fun. <laughs> I'm going to be spending all Double day in the feature. I
1: was about to say. That'd be fun.
2: AMC's going to have all of our money yet only pay yet for one. Think about that. That's what I'm saying. Wink, you can, wink. Well, <laughs> I
3: would not... Okay, encourage that activity, yes. but it is possible.
0: Okay, so I'm not encouraging it. I'm going. I want to ask y'all. Have since the statute of limitations has passed on that. Have <laughs> any of y'all ever done that?
1: No.
3: Yeah. Nope. Stuck Me ba- to a movie. Ba- yeah, back when I was in high school, the theaters, uh, the at the movie theater I went to, they didn't have like what was showing outside the theater. Mm. So we would just buy a ticket for something and then just like walk into a random <laughs> theater <laughs> and awesome. just watch a uh, movie. Mo- movie roulette.
0: You hope you get. Yeah. It. I uh,
3: wanted
1: to. Wait. Sorry, I wanted to go see Joker when it came out and I was a month away from being 17 and I asked my dad I was like will you just buy the ticket for me like online before I go and he was like no if you want to get in you got to sneak in yourself do it the way we used to.
0: <laughs> That's I was true. Like, okay. That's how I saw Alien Covenant before I was 18. When I
3: cuz the, the way our theater worked is there were like two levels. So like you would walk in on the first floor but you could walk into this like horse like a horseshoe shaped like hallway so you could walk into a PG Raid film and then through the second floor, which is like a very like backrooms esque That's a movie theater. It yeah. was, but Whoa. it was very creepy. Yeah, it was, like, right? there were elevators that just went to nowhere. Oh. Anyways, and you would just walk <laughs> around the theater <laughs> oh into a gosh. different, into a different theater. Wait,
0: so when you been to nowhere, it'd open, it'd be like a void? Like,
3: <laughs> like there was just like, it would be like, you'd go in there and you'd like press a button and it would just, so there'd be like first floor, second floor, and then there'd be like another button.
1: Cameron's childhood movie theater was the portal to another dimension
3: see that's what I'm saying anyways I never I never saw any of these movies in the theater the only
2: time I remember seeing two movies back to back I don't remember if I if I paid for that for all of them or not but I saw um fast five and green lantern back to back wow
1: that's like (laughs) overstimulation I'm so sorry
2: you shouldn't have paid for those (laughs) I was 11 years old okay I didn't know what I was doing It was confusing. I'd
1: have to go sit in a dark room after that.
2: Uh, It was it was it was quite quite a fun time though. We were the only people in the theater in Dest. I don't remember what theater it was. It was very tiny though. (laughs) And then my cousin uh, Jackson went the week before, and he lost his flip-flop. He threw it at the screen, and it fell behind. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten into some escapades <laughs> in some theaters as well. Well, Davis, we know way out west in Grand Bay, some crazy things were going on. They don't have a movie theater there. <laughs> okay. We to the one that you also went in to. In Pascagoula, Davis? Oh. <laughs> Which one was that? At <laughs> like Costco. Like oh, the yeah. one movie that one, theater. That one that's closed down now, you know. It's done. There's- it's getting turned into a Top Golf. What? Yeah, the Hollywood Theater on Government Street in Mobile. For those listening who are from Mobile, it's going to turn into a Top Golf. <gasps> My that dad sucks. is going to cry. I hate well, Topgolf. that the, that theater sucks. What? I hate well, Top Golf.
1: it was a fine theater. The you only people who hate Top, top Golf are people who are bad at golf. I mean, like
2: it, you went to the movies and it played the movie. It, I no I play barely played the movie. It played the movie. I okay. remember I saw Super Eight there one time, and the audio didn't work. We have like two different conversations, which is awesome. <laughs> going on. We had to stop, <laughs> which is awesome. Anyway. Already a few minutes in, I think we probably should get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. The news. Yeah, No, trivia first, Dave. She almost had us. She almost had us there. Who plays the crown prince of Zamunda in Coming to America? Am I allowed to say? Yes. Okay. You don't know? I don't know. (laughs) Eddie Murphy. We just wanted to make sure. It was Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. Now, the second one, a little tough here, guys, a little tough here. In the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, who solves the riddle to enter the minds of Moria?
0: Did you ask this last time? Yep. I don't remember you asking Well, Davis, we either. did
2: two questions in the outro in like 30 seconds, so there was a lot I, I don't remember. Oh, it was, but it was, was it Legolas? Oh. Was it? No. Oh. Any guess, Cameron? Is this uh, Lord, of is the it? Lord of the Rings? Lord of do, the Rings. Do you not? The What's, Fellowship of the Ring? I've only Ghibli. read
1: The Hobbit. I've never watched any of the movies.
3: Oh, is it Ghibli? I apologize. G- Ghibli? <laughs> <laughs> from his famous studio? Le- I have no Wait,
1: idea. Okay, I know like two names in this series. Bing? The weird little creepy guy with no hair that
0: Gollum, Schmeagel.
3: Gollum, Gollum or- and
1: the wizard. That's like Dumbledore. Yeah, you said
2: I know two names like and then proceeded Gandalf. to. I didn't list. actually know no the names. names. <laughs> uh, no, oh Gandalf, isn't it? Yes, anyway. Yeah, it's. Gandalf. Um, it's Frodo. Oh, oh.
0: That's
2: my next guess. Though so in it's the book Mary doesn't. So Who is Mary? Mary's Whoa. the other Hobbit.
0: There's He's a- the one that's played by the guy from Lost. Yeah, Dominic
2: Monaghan. Yeah,
0: Wait, what? I thought there was only four of them. Yeah. No,
3: Mary, no, no. Sam, the, guy, the, guy the,
2: Lost, the guy from The Lost is Pippin. Oh, okay, yeah, then Mary's, P- Mary's the other, guy. The other one. Yeah. There's
0: a fifth hobbit? No. There's. There's. <laughs> there's, four. there's Pipp- yeah, there's only five hobbits in the entire universe. <laughs> there's, there's Frodo. Frodo, Pippin, Sam, Mary, Sam, and then there's Bilbo, who's Frodo's uncle. I
3: know Bilbo. I read The Hobbit. Okay.
0: That was a good one. I'm glad we got it all figured out then. The Hobbit was not a good book, but...
1: Uh, okay. I what? agree. Whoa, you are talking whoa, whoa, nonsense. Whoa. I 100% agree. <laughs> what? What the
2: hell is wrong read it with you? I
1: it grade. It was awful. It's a fine book. It's
3: great.
2: Yeah, it was really long. It's slow. A, it's whimsical that's, that's, and silly. I, I, it's whimsical, <laughs> it's
3: whimsical so, and silly. You read,
2: so you'd say The Lord of the Rings is also bad. I haven't read The Lord of the Rings, so... The Lord of the
3: Rings are a bit drab and drawn out. <laughs> I'm going
1: to go change my Instagram bio to Wilt. <laughs> What did you say? Whimsical, whimsical and, and silly.
2: <laughs> That's pretty good, Cameron. That's, That's pretty uh, good. Yeah, he, he <laughs> solves little riddles. With the with Hobbit bangs. The Hobbit is awesome. The, the Hobbit movie. is awesome. This is just okay. movies, the only movie I yeah, ever walked the out The Riddler's Village Warren Story. Once I read the book, I then saw the movies right after, so perhaps my viewpoint, it has yeah. been skewed. The, the movies are not worth watching. The movies suck. They're awful. They, look, they also wow. look terrible. They're
3: not whimsical or silly. And they also look <laughs> They totally
2: missed the mark. They also just, again, I'm going to emphasize this one last time, they look like crap. Crap. They do. They look so Are you going to cover? Are
3: you going to cover the Hobbit movies on this? No, we don't okay. have
2: time. We already with all of our episodes. Yeah. I mean, we'd have to cut out one to pick it, and it also would just be a lot of watching. Yeah, because we'd want to do Lord of the Rings too, and that's that's. I mean, each movie is two and a half hours. Oh, hey, you did Lord of the Rings. What if after you
3: graduated, we no, picked we up through the lines, oh. <laughs> but it was for books remember. instead? yes Ooh. Through,
1: the through the pages.
3: Through the pages. <laughs> through the
1: pages.
3: No, or in between the lines.
0: I think it just That's probably a sports podcast. Between
3: the
2: lines. Oh yeah, from the bench. <laughs> I'm thinking of like read between the lines. <laughs> Anyways, we're getting From the coffee shop. Anyway, um Breaking news, everybody. Breaking news. James Gunn has revealed that the DCU's initial slate, titled Chapter One, Gods and Monsters. Yippee. And the list reads as followed. Booster Gold TV series. Swamp Thing TV series. Paradise Lost, adapting a Wonder Woman story there. The Authority, which I'm not familiar with that. I don't know what that exactly is about. I'll look it up. Can somebody look it up for me? That'd be great. What is it? It's called just The Authority and then DC. A Green Lantern TV show following Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. An Amanda Waller TV show. Superman Legacy. Creature Commandos. The Brave and the Bold. A Batman story featuring Damian Wayne as Robin for the first time in live action. And then Supergirl. The Woman of Tomorrow. Cameron, you said a few yays in there. What are your thoughts on this new slate?
3: This all sounds awesome. And I'm very excited for all of this. Uh, I don't watch a lot of TV, so I might not watch all the TV shows but I will I'm very excited for the Superman one and the the Swamp Thing one in particular
2: the que- the question is how how much of this do you think will actually get made because as we've been familiar <laughs> with the MCU they've changed names they've canceled um, projects DC has been trying to make a Green Lantern related thing since the first Green Lantern movie in 2011 and nothing has ever come I, to fruition I
3: I think with James Gunn heading it with his success with Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad I think Most of it will get made. I could see something like the authority getting switched out a little bit, mostly because like the the general public doesn't know what that is, and even I, who like read a lot of comics, I don't. I'm not really familiar, and uh, like Creature Commandos, but I do think most of it will get will get will get through production.
2: And I I think the there's really I do hesitate. Because I also have heard a report, I don't know how true this is, that Gunn is also going to tie it together with video games and animated shows. That, and that part, I'm not excited they're gonna about. They're going to make the live-action actors be the voice actors, that's which bad. is... Stinky. <laughs> also is hurting true? an industry. Um, yes. I yeah Yeah, during the whole announcement, which again, that's one, hurting an industry, because voice actors are voice actors for a reason, mind you. And number two, just... I think the lesson that we've learned in the past is that voice actors are good at their job and regular actors are okay at being voice actors. They're just voice themselves. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's some I- – I'm glad there's a direction for DC because it's been directionless since Batman vs Superman came out and they all hated it. <laughs> and it's just kind of been trying to find its way ever since with little of any success. Like, for example, the Shazam film is a wash, because Wonder Woman's apparently in it, but it's not going to go anywhere, because... When, when is that coming out? Uh I don't even know. It just I'll doesn't look, look very up. good. I'm not going to see
3: that. I never saw the first one, either.
2: The first one is just okay. Like, like, it's not really one. anything... What? It was fun. First one's fun. I just didn't think it did anything special, personally. March 17th. Just felt, oh, there you go. So, I mean, <laughs> kind of smack in the middle between, I mean, Ant-Man will come out at the end of February, and then Shazam will come out in March, and I think April and May, more films are going to pick up. I don't know. I like that we have an idea of where it's going because these past few years has been obviously hectic. Yeah. Like Everything really came apart when the whole Justice League thing started and they retroactively did a – I don't really know how to describe how they've been handling it lately, but Booster Gold's pretty cool. Booster Gold is awesome. Swamp I Thing's pretty cool. I know that Swamp, Swamp Thing, Thing show is cool.
3: I didn't. I never watched the show because they took it off of HBO Max. Yeah, because
2: HBO Max, that's, that's the problem. Is I don't know how much faith I can have when you've got HBO Max being run the way it's being I run. I just hope
3: they have physical releases for all of this because I really want to watch Swamp Thing, but I don't, I don't really have the methods to do that right now but the swamp and it's based off the Alan Moore run which i i've read like the first two volumes of it and that's probably the best comic books i've ever read. Ooh. They're amazing. Interesting. They're he's so a good. swamp, you know.
2: He's a Yeah, he's a, he, he is a swamp. That's incredible. <laughs> that's incredible. That's incredible. Davis, thank you so much for that contribution. Sydney, any of these movies um getting some excitement?
1: I have always been a Marvel girl and mm. i'm even falling off of that. So
2: As you should. Yeah. Uh, yeah, i well, hate to welcome say Welcome to the welcome to the train of people leaving the Marvel Industry. I, I did.
1: I did figure out what the authority was. If ah, you so w- what that. is it? Yeah, I was wondering. So, uh, one Darren Bontheus describes it as a squad of pragmatic metahumans, and basically they call it the Anti Justice League. Oh, so it's like they kind of mm. do the same things, but they don't really have a
3: That's a strong
1: lot. moral code.
3: That's mm-hmm. a lot of groups are the Anti Justice League because you have the the Injustice League and you have like <laughs> Doom,
2: right? Or just or like isn't it Doom? Isn't that what? like the, d- in the movie Justice League, Doom wasn't that like what? Are you saying Dune? Doom? Do you- Doom. Oh, I thought that I never was saw that group. movie, but I think I thought they called themselves Doom. Maybe no, maybe not.
1: There's seven people in their group. There's Jenny Sparks, Jack Hawksmore, the engineer, Midnighter, Apollo Swift, the doc, and the Doctor. I've never heard of any of those characters. I've so, heard
3: a couple of those. I remember one of them. I got a comic book on Free Comic Book Day.
1: Free
2: well, comic book, that like eight tells years you ago. You
1: need to know. Rifter's
0: also in it. Yeah. Yes, thank, thank you. I'm thank excited you for, for it. Sydney.
2: Oh, I, I do wonder. if I, cool. I think it's also interesting because they're recasting Superman again, and they're also going to have a Batman. I just, how much can you oversaturate the market of Batman? You can't. You <laughs> can never have enough Batman. The first, He's awesome. the, the new Batman film, did not make a billion dollars. It didn't. No, it, it made under it made under that. By I tried oh. my huh. darndest <laughs> to make it make a billion dollars. Oh, yeah.
1: I went and saw it three times, so, yeah, so I was I mean, putting in the work.
2: I love it, but it just
3: it didn't. I think it's yeah. fine because like the bat the Batman movie and the Batman two that's like sort of like a grittier, more realistic one. But I feel like this new one that's coming out, the Brave and the Bold, is gonna lean into like the more campy, like comic book. Like even even going with the name, too. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And I feel like having both of those running parallel would be fine because they offer such different like tones in storytelling. So it, I, they differentiate themselves enough where I think it's fine.
2: I think exactly what you said right there about tone differential is key because, Sydney, like you said, a lot of people are, le- are abandoning the Marvel ship. In, in my opinion, it's because they're all the same in mm-hmm. terms of tone, even though content mm-hmm. is very different. Like, obviously, the Eternals versus... Doctor Strange, two very different movies plot-wise, but the tone, you don't get a whole lot of variation across the across the medium. So I think that's the key for DC, is to make these characters and make these movies and shows as independent tone-wise as possible, because if they're all like a James Gunn movie, I like James Gunn, but if they're all Suicide Squad and Guardians of the Galaxy, it's going to fall apart very quickly. But if you make Campy Batman versus Gritty Batman, you've already probably accomplished part of your goal there. I think... You definitely have to just risk it on making films that are dark. Like, Swamp Thing should not be cracking jokes. No. And if he does, we're going to have some serious problems. Obviously, he won't because he didn't in the TV show, I don't think, and it makes sense. But it is risky because, again, that's what I think is if you have enough tone difference, then you won't oversaturate the market. But I think tone is a big part of the fight there is that if at least it may look different, but if it all feels the same people are not going to care as much, at least in my opinion, which is why movies like Avatar and Top Gun did so successfully because they just felt so different from what has been. Yeah, and
3: I I also think another thing, especially with James Gunn, is, like, respecting the source material because that's another thing with Marvel that people dislike is they're, like, making comic book movies, but they're actively making fun of comic books and comic book tropes and they're right. not, like, paying respect to the medium, whereas James Gunn, like, he might have some jokes about, like, whatever, but he... Fully embraces that it's a comic book movie and it should be comical.
2: Yeah, I think I I agree with that, especially because I think I can't tell you how many times Marvel's made some joke about how costumes look stupid. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Suicide Squad, for example, Polka Dot Man's looking like Polka Dot Man, and And it's awesome. It was just great. It was just cool. Yeah. So I, I do have some faith in that. And again, he has turned every. There was a controversial tweet over the weekend where people said, "Oh my gosh," or somebody said, "James Gunn has turned his Z listers into A listers," and everyone thought he was talking about the actors, but. He has turned Z-list characters into A-list characters. I mean, between the Guardians of the Galaxy and Suicide Squad, the most popular character he used was probably Starro or Harley Quinn, because the yeah. Guardians aren't exactly a very big part of the comics that I know no, of up weren't. until up until this point. Now that they might be, because yeah. they're so popular. But I mean, he turned Polka Dot Man into its own. Obviously, Ratcatcher was the hi- seemed like the highlight of that movie. So I trust him with that, and I'm sure it's going to be well. A lot of effort, but again, it's just about maintaining enough consistency and difference, in my opinion. But a lot of excitement there, and he also had this to say. might be a little controversial. James Gunn stated that The Flash, starring Ezra Miller, is probably one of the greatest superhero movies ever what? made. That is insane. He's trying to gas it up. Is he okay? <laughs> that that Well, we know Ezra Miller for, is, for a fact, not okay, based on previous months of chaos going on with them. But <coughs> James Gunn, I mean... You don't want Maybe to be. Not- Maybe it's good. I- it could be, but I, like, it's been such a developmental mess. They've made cameos and cut cameos. They brought back Michael Keaton for an end credit scene. They cut that. They brought in Ben Affleck. I think they cut that too. I don't know what's they happening. Brought too. They brought me in
0: too. I think they cut that. I, don't I, don't think
2: <laughs> I think it's just, it's just crazy to me because James Gunn is not, at least his track record says he's not just going to. I don't know. He seems like an honest enough guy about the quality of the film and he also seems like a good judge of quality, but there's no way this movie can be good, right? Like I there's mean, there's no... there's one I way. I don't think so. If it's good.
3: Yeah, if it's well, good. Well, you know what I mean <laughs> though. It's it does feel very good. hectic, but it's like I The morbid curiosity is leading me to buy a ticket to see a movie and walk into the Flash theater. And
2: I think there's no doubt about I'd it that it. Ezra Miller is a great actor, and they were great when they played the Flash in Justice League both uh, times. I, th- okay, I, 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 mean, thought, I thought they were pretty good for at least the Zack Snyder <laughs> cut. I didn't think the Justice League cut did yeah. him any favors. I feel like
3: just the writing and direction did not lend itself well to the Flash character in Fair. that one. So it it didn't really feel like they were playing the Flash at all, but... That's neither here nor there. Yeah, I'm sure they're they're were great with what they're given.
2: I think I think it just depends. Certainly on, I mean, it's going to reset the entire DC. Yeah. it's, it's going to lead into whatever we're going to get with fate with chapter one. Chapter one. Yeah. Sorry, not phase one. But James Gunn said that, so certainly a thought to keep in mind as we go down the list. The first poster for Fast Ten has been released. Everybody, Fast Ten. Oh. Who's excited for that? Mm-hmm. Anybody? Yeah. Guess
1: what the slogan was. Oh my gosh, I don't Did even want to Did you see
2: it? Too fast to 10. No, uh, <laughs> The End of the Road Begins.
1: That's Wh- a lie. Wow. How many that's, of- like, <laughs> that's like every time anybody has ever said that Halloween or Scream is going to end. It's not.
0: <laughs> Alex, could you tell us a little bit more about Fast 10 real quick?
2: Um, I believe it is going to be the most expensive movie of all time. Who are you calling? Uh, okay, okay, that's very funny. This is very funny. <laughs> Nobody cares about Fast 10. Nobody does care about that movie. I do think it's very funny because that's one of the worst taglines. Like, what was the... The Alien Three tagline was like three times the this, three oh. times the that, or whatever the heck. This is up there as well. It also reminds me of that. Did you obviously that tra- the trailer for Ant Man: Quantumania, where Paul Rudd's character Scott Lang was like, "I don't have to win. We both just have oh to lose." Oh my gosh! Which is is an okay line, but like people are totally like, "Oh my gosh, the writing in this film is so amazing." And I'm like,
1: it felt like every other Marvel movie that's come out. Yeah, was that that too that, that comes- I've been
2: watching the trailers. Paul Rudd's going to be stuck in the corner. That concept now. for, like, I'm pretty sure a billion different characters have said a variant of the line, I don't have to win, we just have to lose. Harry
1: Potter and Voldemort. Oh, yeah. L- wait, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> when they fell off of the building in Deathly Hallows, 2 in That's the trailer. That's
2: right. I knew I was remembering it from somewhere. Yes. Anyway, that was just a little ridiculous. And this tagline gave me the same idea. Also, the first trailer for Guy Ritchie's The Covenant starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Alexander Lugwin, and Anthony Starr has been released. It is a cop film that will be hitting theaters in April. At least I think <laughs> What is it, what it with is. Jake Gyllenhaal and being a cop?
1: I have no that's a idea. great question. In a past life.
3: He's either playing like a psychopath...
1: Oh wait, no,
2: it's a little, sorry, you- sorry, sorry, it's not a cop film. I got, I got a, little guy or a cop. during the war in Afghanistan, a local interpreter risks his own life to carry an injured sergeant <laughs> across miles of grueling terrain. So actually, a little different. A lot is of this different. based off a of real he's story. He's a soldier. Uh, maybe. What is yeah. he? So Jake Gyllenhaal Sergeant John. So he's, um, he's a cop. He's still <laughs> a cop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're, like, in the same pool of career
2: fields. Yeah. yeah. As a he is Sergeant John Kinley, and then Alexander Ludwigs is in, along with Anthony Starr, who is known from the boys' fame primarily as Homelander. in the movie? Uh-oh. No.
0: Uh-oh.
2: I saw Jim Homelander on TikTok earlier. It
0: was crazy. <laughs> what? It was crazy. What does
2: that mean, you saw Jim Homelander on TikTok? What does that mean? It
0: was a Homelander, but for, like, a gym what uh, it was terrifying wh- okay
2: i still don't what please explain i don't think i can for a gen- like, oh you mean like like not not safe to explain on the air no area. i don't i don't think i can so was the guy dressed up as homelander nope, he the was gi- just he was acting like homelander
0: what? he uh, was like no filming in here bud and he had his eyes wide <laughs> yeah you'd have to see it oh
3: there was a guy in the gym like a workout place that was acting like like a workout
2: place.
1: A workout place. Oh,
2: you thought just like his name was Jim Homlander? Yes, <laughs> yes. That's what I was <laughs> thinking. We, we were we were cracking jokes <laughs> about Bob <laughs> Thanos
0: yesterday. Bob so. Thanos.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because who who was the original like inspiration for that character?
0: Bob Thanos. Yeah.
3: Who was? I saw Funko Pop, and it was like <laughs> Doug. <laughs> <laughs> something. <laughs> What? I, well, yeah. What was it? was like Doug Warbringer or something. <laughs> what, what? No, it's, it's like a very famous character. It, was it a was it like a Marvel guy? What? Oh. It was. I saw Funko Pop at Game I, I remember. I was no, there. No. I just don't what what remember what was it? it was. D- D- Luke? Uh, no, it wasn't. What? <laughs> anyways, he had a very bland first name. And like yeah, a, we were riffing like an awesome last name. <laughs>
1: okay, wait. Can somebody tell me who Bob Thanos is? Because when I look when I look it up, I found Bob yeah. Thanos from New Jersey and LinkedIn.
3: He's the guy from Infinity War. <laughs> why
1: are you calling him Bob? He
3: goes. That's his name, Bob. <laughs>
1: Where is this? Oh, no, <laughs> Davis, is dead.
2: Remember,
3: Davis is down. Davis is down. Sydney, you killed Davis. I
2: know
1: who Davis is. I yeah. don't understand why we're calling the him Hulk, Bob. The
3: Hulk smashed into the Sanctum Sanctorium, and he's like,
1: Bob's here.
3: <laughs> it's Bob. And then, and then Doctor Strange is like, It can't be that Bob. And then Wong is like. Bob Thanos?
1: Oh, okay. I remember this. I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> what? No.
2: Okay, Sydney, there's no way you remember. This is definitely a bit between Davis and Karen.
3: Do you remember Bob Thanos?
1: I, I s- what? I feel gaslit right now. You- <laughs> Y'all are explaining this like it's a real thing, and I think my brain just convinced myself that it actually happened. Just crying over them.
3: <laughs> we were just talking about this yesterday too, implanting planting memories like, in people. This is
1: like when you're in an interrogation room and they're like convincing you you killed someone, and you're like, "Wait a minute, did I?" So this isn't real. There is no Bob Thanos.
3: It's
0: <laughs> Thanos, but we were joking. Like, <laughs> oh, we saw this
3: character that
0: he was a superhero or whatever, and then, like, his first name was just, like, Doug. The, so we I were like, yeah, I'm Eric Spider-Man. Thanos. I'm Bob Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my
3: God. Eric Killmonger. That's oh, who that's what it was. Like,
0: yeah, because yeah, we... We got it all from Marvel, out. yeah. So I was like, I was like, Killmonger's so cool. Your name just Eric. But <laughs> yeah, it, it is E R I K.
2: So that's a pretty cool. I mean, that's closer, pretty but pretty cool. I, I mean, need an ibuprofen.
1: Well, me too. No, okay, I understand. Yep.
2: <laughs> Dave show <Schoenberg>. Lord <laughs> oh, have mercy, oh everybody. I, I cannot believe feel be so stupid. However, speaking of that. Killmonger and Michael B. Jordan, looks like Creed is following in the fu- in the footsteps of the Rocky franchise. Michael B. Jordan confirms that Creed Four will happen. Oh, awesome. Okay. Davidson hates all sequels
0: unless it's a Creed movie. They just get me so amped. Like, I know they're not that good, but, like, just the boxing scenes get me so amped. If you say so. I can, like, run through a wall.
1: I feel like a boxing scene is implied. What? What? He just said... He said the boxing scenes got me so. Well, there's weird.
0: other scenes in Creed. Yeah, like that crazy workout in the desert. <laughs> yeah,
2: that doesn't get I, me. I, I, I gotta go to the middle. Son defends that. That makes tooth me think of this Jesus. Day. I'm like, he goes to the middle of the desert to work out, bro. What? <laughs> that's probably what Jesus
1: do. was doing. But that's
2: true. He's getting ripped. <laughs> Jesus in general. I'm so general. confused right now. Anyway, the first teaser trailer for a White Men Can't Jump reboot starring what? Jack Harlow and Cinco <laughs> no! Wells. What? The film oh will hit gosh. Hulu on May 19th. Nothing is sacred anymore. Oh. <laughs> Nothing is what? sacred. I'm
1: so excited. Why are
2: they remaking it? Why man camp jumps fine? Um because not Davis I understand. Hollywood is creatively bankrupt. Also, have you heard about that movie, You People? Apparently the kiss at the very end is CGI. You people. It's what like is when that? Wesley
0: Snipes' eyes were Yeah, opened, were when they
2: CGI'd his eyes open, that's great. So you people is like this movie about Jonah Hill um dating this African-American woman, and then he has to, like, the whole trailer hinges on some meeting he has with her parents, and one of them is Eddie Murphy, and, like, apparently he hosts a podcast during it, and some guy goes on a podcast, I can remember what podcast it was called a few days ago, and he says, I swear I was there on set for the final scene, and they went to lean in for the kiss at the wedding, and they just stopped, like, an inch away from each other, and he's like, I wonder how they're going to do that in the movie, maybe they'll cut to black beforehand, but then the actual movie is them kissing, and it looks like it's fake. Like, look it up if you can find it. It's crazy.
3: Are, what? Like, Are either of them like married and they just didn't I, want to kiss? I have or no... They didn't I, like each other? I'm pretty other? sure Jonah mono. Hill is
2: not married. In mono? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you're, making, you're just making stuff up now. <laughs> they had mono. Obviously. I love that. Oh, my God. I don't okay, see it. We're getting footage. Okay, okay. Hey, camera, D- 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 Davis had some video. sitting are you able to find video? Joey Louis-Dreyfus? No. Yeah. Is, is this the trailer or like, the final scene? Is this did, the movie? Did
3: Jonah Hill direct
0: this? Um is this no. one of his directorial works? So. Taco's in it. Who? They got uh you don't know. Taco Falls? No. <laughs> Taco
1: he falls. <laughs> He and Davis are close personal friends. No. What?
0: Everybody's in this. It was directed by Kenya Smallers in it.
3: Okay, they're at a wedding, but he's just kind of wearing like clothes. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure really I'm sure they have a reason. I know, but
1: that's so strange. Oh.
3: But like, if you get oh yeah, yeah,
1: look at look at that! Did you see that? Yeah. Wait, let it, I want to see it. They,
3: they, they kind of just stretch their faces in MS yes! together. Yes,
2: and they
0: also okay, they I'm they, moving put,
1: across
2: they put the room. flowers no, over I'll, it I'll, I'll, and they
0: I'll and they, they darken there. their mouths.
2: We're passing over here. How so.
3: strange!
0: Thank you, I appreciate that. That was weird. Why would they just kiss? Is it so, maybe he did have mind. mono? I, I just think they like if I'm in a scene and I have to kiss some like I don't think there's any qualms I'd have unless I was sick. I feel their breath just kind of. Just chew some out a little bit.
2: That's so weird! Sydney okay, S- didn't have a reaction for a moment, but you see it now? You'll also notice that there's, like, rose petals going oh, yeah, around yeah. the and second they kiss. Ver- the rose petals are very clearly digitally
0: added what? in. What? That does... I- yep. Everybody's in this. It's, it's the guy from X-Files. I thought that was Robert De Niro for a second. <laughs> What's That's his name? So Smolder?
1: random. What's his name?
0: What? The guy from X-Files? Um... Oh, my gosh. Uh. Uh. David Duchovny. Mulder. Yeah, Yeah. yeah David Duchovny. Duchovny. Whatever. Just saying.
2: Why is his hair? I'm growing? just saying. So
0: odd. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, and, they, and they and they put like a dark a dark filter over their mouths too. Yeah, it's huh. weird. And
2: also, again, guys, White Man Can't Jump is getting a reboot. I've never seen the original. Davis has. I'm taking it. His uh-huh, reaction. Yeah.
0: Um, um, trivia, quick trivia. Who's in White Man Can't Jump? Uh, Woody Halson and, and Bill Hader. And. Anybody? 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 I have no idea. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> no. Wesley Snipes. You know oh, really? that's right. You know what the movie's about? No. It's Wesley Snipes and. Woody Harrelson and they're like they're like basically basketball sharks they're like oh we're so bad we can't play and then they're like okay let's put some money down on it and then they absolutely trounce everybody on the court
4: oh that's like the basic idea for
0: it. I haven't seen it in a long time excellent that sounds
3: so they're cool they're scamming people yes
0: well hey cool. Jack Harlow. because they're like Woody Harrelson he can't jump because he's white white men can't jump Yeah. and then he like dunks <laughs> they should have
3: remade it with like
0: Jack Harlow cannot dunk so that's <laughs> there ain't no they should
3: have remade it and this would have been a lot funnier if it was like um, let's say like. Jason, not even Jason, like, just like a basketball, like an NBA player, like mm-hmm. Trey Young or something, and Nikola Jokic, and they're like, oh, this will be easy. He's white, so he can't jump. But he's, like, seven foot, and doesn't even, he doesn't even have to jump. He's just, like,
2: Clearly. What
0: if they, like, space jammed it so they just, like, stretch Jack Harlow's arm
2: because he can't actually <laughs> dunk? Be I, actually, be- I, I believe that. that will happen. I'm just saying, though, you're right. I mean, Woody Harrelson's 5'10", so I don't know if he can dunk either, but... Anyone can dunk. For, th- I've, seen, like, I've seen like five. I've seen Trey dunk. Young dunk. Yeah. Okay, that's true, but it, it just depends like, those on how you Those are also world class athletes, and this is Woody Harrelson. I'm imagining I, used, they to probably be able to, I used to be
0: able to almost dunk. Oh. For the record.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> used how? to be able to almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be able to, like, the that,
0: ball would hit, but I hurt. I got hurt, so I can't do it anymore. Oh,
2: yeah. Dave, Dave's, is, Dave's got old man knee. And ankle. It's
0: when I hurt my ankle, if you remember back in the I day.
2: think I do remember that back in the day. Was that when you ripped your pants or?
0: No,
1: Rip. Alex, how did you know how tall Woody Harrelson? Because uh, I looked it up. Oh, I, didn't I thought just, you just I know, he knew. You just,
0: just knew that Alex is dome, full of Woody Harrelson lore. <laughs>
2: I could let's see. He's yeah. about this tall <laughs> compared to Matthew McConaughey, who yeah. I also know. Do
0: you remember, do you remember in Miss Pritchett's class freshman year of high school where she yeah. measured us with the measuring tapes and they're all like five inches <laughs> off?
2: <laughs> she, we had. It, <laughs> so she we was were, like, she like, Davis, you're six two, and I was like, what? We had, we had an English was teacher like who's eights, like yeah. who's like five one. She's very tiny. She's like I'm just gonna not stand on a stool and just measure you guys by sticking my hand above your head and putting a marker. Because like our friend and friend of the show DeMaio, was measured right after me, and I was taller than her according to the measurement, which is not even close to true. Especially true. then, it was quite funny.
3: Dude, I me and my friends did that. We like went in a, like a door frame in my in my apartment, and like we <laughs> we let our friend who is like five four measure us for some reason. And I ended up being, like, five inches shorter than my friend, who was only one inch taller than me. And I was like, guys, that's very obviously false. And they were like, nope, you're just really short. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. That's
2: unfortunate. Not cool. So I'm short now. Oh, well, well, welcome to the club, I guess. I don't know. And then the last bit of news, Michelle Yeoh says that Jackie Chan texted her after the success of Everything Ever All at Once, saying, quote, Congratulations on your movie, but did you know that your boys, the Daniels, came to see me first? (laughs) Really, Dang. which which they're old friends, so I think all of Twitter completely misconstrued because people like reacted really negatively to this, but they know each other, so yeah, I yeah. think it was a bit. That, yeah, well, yeah. They they wouldn't get Jackie Chan to play. No, th- no, they did go to Jackie Chan though, actually. But to get to play her character. Uh yeah. Before they switched it to being a mother and daughter story, I believe. Oh. So that that is correct, actually. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So that's that's, which, that's, that's just that's all in good fun. Yeah, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it is because like. That's in good fun. Yeah, I, if if anything, the jokes on Jackie Chan for not getting the part because, well, clearly it's worked out. I don't think out. he has the range. I mean, uh, Miche- Michelle Michelle
0: Yeoh is awesome. Like he's he's a good he's a great martial artist. I don't think he has the range. Yeah, I would agree, right. I
2: would agree so. I, I, I would agree too. I mean, he's funny though. He is funny. Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Uh, Rush Hour. Whoa. Cool. Okay, I just looked up Jackie Chan on Twitter.
3: uh Oh. Um. First of all, this guy said Jackie Chan, shut up, you dumb loser. You can never deliver a performance like this. Whoa. that's basically <laughs> what
0: I just said, what? and not some. But words. then, no,
3: I saw another one. That said, I can't believe. I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, I can't believe everything, everywhere, all at once almost starred Jackie Chan and Aquafina.
0: That is true. Aquafina really? was almost in it.
3: Okay, that I would, I would not see that movie. Shout out
0: to
2: the Daniels for making the right choices.
3: In an alternate yeah.
0: universe, just like everything,
2: everyone oh, wants, there shoot. is a movie
0: where Jackie Chan
2: shoot, and
1: Aquafina
0: <laughs> Honestly. I'm I, sure the
2: voices in that would have been something. Oh, would, my goodness. <laughs> that would have been hysterical if that was one of the universes they cut to, it and it's just like Jackie Chan having to pretend to be Michelle. Yeo. I don't know. They could have done that. that would have been funny. But anyway, um, in the movie, you know. We watched it recently, and some, some of my friends are like, Is so ah, the original the, cut going to be like father-son? Father, I guess. Daughter? I don't know, but I'm glad the, the oh, way, they, the way daughter, they took Piano's it. Gonna be Sydney, that. you've seen everything all at once, right? I have not.
1: <gasps> I'm sorry. <Why? laughs> it's on my list I really want to watch it, I it just... is... there
2: is an
0: alternate universe where his name is Bob Thanos just... <laughs> yeah.
1: oh the main character ev- of everything everywhere all at once no. is Bob it, Thanos no, yeah it is
2: actually Yeah. wow no, 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 no. Um, it's a great movie <laughs> M- must watch movie of the year I've only heard amazing. good things
1: about it which I feel like is pretty rare it, for a
2: movie the, the only risk is that it, it can be very overstimulating to the eyes yes, at times. Yeah. but that's also well, part of its selling point it's also right pretty now. long oh, I'll, I'll just it
1: take an ibuprofen and then I'll watch it
2: there you go you can't watch it later because you gotta watch the last of us we're talking about that you later. can watch that. two things Ooh, in a I day watch I'm, I'm watching nope, all you can only watch one. i
1: watched a like a play version of the last of us Play-fou? part two yeah oh on yeah David sent me that on TikTok, last semester
2: yeah it was oh, first, like oh, wait, a
1: play play through 30 about. hours yeah the yeah. second one's a, a YouTube lot longer. video
0: yeah what do you think about the second one don't spoil anything
1: i won't i only made it through the first 12 hours <laughs> so i couldn't finish it. where yet. did
0: you get to
2: understandable
0: like just give me like the area i'll know
1: <laughs> I, I'll you, know everything that happens. This if you just like tell me like three months ago. My life goes comes in mm-hmm. like hours. Had you
0: switched to the other character yet? No. Have you were still playing? Ellie? Yes. Okay. That's you're still
3: need. Master Chief. You haven't switched to the Arbiter yet. That's true. I <laughs> thought it was good though.
1: <laughs> just watching good. a this YouTube playthrough, I, I would watch the. I've also played Halo TV show.
2: Boom. Oh. Here. Second anyway. second season is gonna be crazy. Though, Karen, I will say you mentioning that just reminded me of how much of a failure the Halo TV series was. <laughs> did you watch
3: it? <laughs> no, I did not watch it. I, I'm like,
2: the, I will not dignify that with a viewing.
3: Because like the lore of Halo is like good, like the world building is really good, but the story is like, you're Master Chief and you shoot aliens. I mean, that's, it, that's all I'm, you not, need. I'm not playing it for the story. But
2: they, but they even changed all of that anyway. You yeah, see his right. Face for so no the books, reason. The
3: books are. I read some of the books. They're good.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're all, all, all done they, to Don? Yeah,
2: yeah, that was a that good one movie. was cool. Was and he shows up cool. and He's
0: like, "I'm here."
2: I'm yeah, Master Chief. nah, man, I love it. I love it. Honestly, though, first three games, I'd play them a hundred times over. Anyway, speaking of Halo Four, things that are re- Halo uh, Reach, yes, Halo Reach, Halo Three UDST? Mm-hmm. yes,
3: I, I never moments. played that one. I, I never I played like Halo, Halo Four.
0: Halo Four had its moments, good and bad. I'd say. I think the the section when you wake up and like escape. You know who else woke up? Pillar of Autumn or whatever. Remember that scene of Little Women where they woke up?
2: <laughs> we do, we <laughs> do have to we and do it have was to get to it at some <laughs> point. <laughs> that doesn't happen. We do have to get to it at some point. But first, before we get to Little Women, we got to discuss Lady Bird. The 2017 film stars Saoirse Ronan as Christine Lady Bird McPherson, Laurie Metcalf as Marion McPherson, Tracy Letts as Larry McPherson, Love him. Lucas Hedges. He's so good. Lucas Hedges as Daniel Danny O'Neill, Timothy Chalamet as Kyle Shebel. Hate that guy. Beanie Feldstein as Julian Julie Stefan. I have a fun fact. Go ahead with about that. Beanie Feldstein, do you
0: know who she's related to? Uh Oh, oh, oh. No. Sydney. Cameron. No. Oh, I have no idea. I don't even know who that her is. Her brother is another famous oh, actor. Oh, oh, Jonah, oh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yes, oh, I knew oh, that's it.
2: That's right. That's right. I remember her, that
0: from-
3: His uh, name when is They
0: did Booksmart. Jonah Hill Feldstein. Really? Yes. Oh, wow.
2: It
1: was- I, I knew I knew it.
3: I didn't know what her name was, but I do remember you pulling that out while we were watching yesterday.
2: Ah, there you go. Oh. Also, got Lois Smith as Sister Sarah Joan. Hey, Stephen Lois. Steven McKinley Henderson as Father Le- Leviitch. And oh, I love him. Then, he's, good. he's so good. It's such ad- a he's small, so it's such a small role too. He still is very memorable. O'Dea Rush as Jenna Walton and Jordan Rodriguez as Miguel McPherson. I think that's all. Oh, and also Jake McDormand as Mr. Bruno. That's probably all of the main cast. Oh, and then Catherine Katherine Newton as Dar Darlene Bell. She'll of course be taking over. Um, what is Scott Lang's daughter in Ant Man? Cassie, Cassie in the new A, A-, A- Man, Quantum Man. That'll be. I can't that'll that. will be Catherine Newton. And the film is directed and written by Greta Gerwig. It's produced Wait, by Scott.
0: Who's Catherine Newton in
2: it? She's Darling Bell. She's the like the super nerdy one that says, oh, "You're not supposed to be eating those" at the very beginning. Got you. Got you. She looks like unrecognizable because she's very like tightly braided dark yeah. hair and she's normally blonde. Super nerdy. So <laughs> super nerdy. <laughs> that's it. Uh, produced by Scott Rudin, Eli Bush, and Evelyn O'Neill, cinematography by Sam Levy, edited by Nick Howe, and music by John Bryan. And then the film released in 2017 with a 94-minute runtime and $10 million budget, but it made $79 million. So Lady Bird, a film that I had heard about for a very long time. Was this your first time seeing it? Yes. I had never really? seen it before. So my wow. dad saw it when it came out, when it, really? I think, aired at the Crescent. Did he like it? He did. He really likes so the Crescent Theater back in Mobile does a really great job of showing a lot of A twenty four films. That's they do a lot of lesser known movies. While also doing like Godzilla and Jurassic World. They cover a wide variety. I saw
0: yesterday there.
2: Yes, they did Been yesterday like for believe. a long for a long <laughs> time. My dad just saw a man called Otto there, and apparently it's really good. It's based which on I find a, hard to believe. It's an adaptation of like a German story. Yeah, exactly. Where the guy keeps trying to
0: kill himself. I think is the oh story. I, I don't
2: I don't know. I have to ask my dad afterwards. But Lady Bird, I had never seen it, but I heard all the good things, and it lived up to the hype. For me, at least, person I know everybody in here had seen it once before. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, or it's more. It's like probably my fourth time. Ah, there you, there you go. I really, really like this movie. I think it. Cameron, you got your hand raised. I just say the first time I
3: watched it, it was about a year ago. But before that, I kept on seeing it on Netflix with the picture of Timothy Chalamet on it. Right. But I kept confusing it with the. Uh, the King, which is oh, an yeah. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I, nothing, not even I thought different. I thought it was a medieval movie. I thought Lady Bird was like Lady Bird.
1: Oh. house. okay. I think that's for House. Kind of reason I, you
3: know. <laughs> and so I started watching, and they're in a car, and I was like,
1: "What's going on
3: here?" <laughs>
1: and then she jumps out of the car, and you're just crying. <laughs> yeah.
2: they're like in a motel, and you're like, "Wait a minute." Yeah, right. That's funny. so because yeah. the font, like in the titles, in the title, not in the title, but in like the pictures, like yeah. very yes. Um, yes,
3: like medieval.
2: I yeah, I can't think of the proper Stylized. word. Renaissance, like almost like calligraphy is, is yes, the word I was yes. trying to yeah. Yeah. evoke. Is that a word? Yeah, calligraphic. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, it, it, it is actually definitely a fair assumption to assume it would yeah. be. What, what you got? What you got? Picture? What is poster?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. You have a ladybird poster. And it's got a cross in the background. It like
2: like it could have been. It could have been a Joan of Arc movie. You I know exactly. Know.
0: That's what I thought. That's what. Yeah. I do own something cool regarding ladybird. Oh, go ahead. This is cool. So you'll you might like this. Any since you're interested in a ladybird poster. Oh, I own it on DVD, but the DVD I own is a "For Your Consideration" DVD for the for the SAG Awards. Really? Oh yeah. My so gosh. while you're watching, it will be like, "Don't sell this! Do not sell it! They you sold it. It, it, So like, <laughs> they, they, so they, like they, I they, was they finishing it yesterday, it. and like when the mom's driving around, like I was I was starting to cry, and then it, that came up, and I was like, "Don't sell it!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like. Just a quote at the beginning of the movie. It's literally a man screaming at the camera. Do not sell this. So
0: it has no menu, like it has no play menu. Once you put it in, it starts and it goes like, We have you like geographically tracked to who this is sent to. So don't sell it. And you have to agree to watch it. And then it plays the movie and like every maybe thirty minutes it'll have like a thing come up on the bottom be like for consideration only, no seller rent. Where
1: did you get this?
0: At the thrift store. Whoa. Everything's at the it's, first So right it's now. in like, it, it came in like a little car. It's like, I noticed it because it's like just a little cardboard. Like you just open uh-huh, it and uh-huh. there's the disc and it has like all the actors and it has Ladybird on the front. And then yeah. on the back it says for your consideration and it lists all the awards they would want to be that considered. That they were going for. after.
1: How did that get the- Wait, so there's what that store?
2: Salvation Army. Here? Salvation Army, the one here is crazy. You got to go. So it's, it's, it's a crazy store. So the only thing Whoa. I can, I
0: figure that there's a uh, certified like SAG reviewer. That lives in the Auburn-Opalaca area. That's
1: so cool. Okay. It was me. That was interesting. It was
2: actually me. It is Cameron. He, <laughs> he is the the official viewer for the Screen Actors Guild Award. Funny. You have to I keep actually, it a secret
1: as being an I wonder how
2: much I could go for. I like. want to transition to that real quick because it's funny you mentioned that because Lady Bird was chosen one by the National Board of Review and the American Film Institute and Time Magazine is one of the top ten films of 2017. I don't know if any of us would dispute that. Like, I would. I'm pretty sure it is definitely top 10 in 2017. And at the Screen Actors Guild Award, the SAG Awards, it was nominated for Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor, Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Supporting Role, mm-hmm. so lead in supporting. And then, of course, Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture. Those are the ones Did that not was, win any of those. That's, that's mm-hmm. what, that's what the, the thing it wanted to be.
0: It was definitely going after a lot of the those, acting those awards
2: for, again, Laurie Metcalf and Saoirse Ronan, who are brilliant. I think it's in, Saoirse. Sa- Saoirse Ronan? Yes. Saoirse Ronan. Okay, Saoirse. My, my, my mistake then. Saoirse. But this, yep. this movie, I mean... It's just really good. Like, I don't yeah. really. It is great. I,
0: I, you know, it's just.
2: I, it's a very well done film.
0: Well, I think it also has another layer yeah. if you're a female viewer. Sydney, would you like to speak on that, Any?
1: Yeah. So, this is why I appreciate her movie so much is that when you're watching it. So, okay. I watched it for one of my women in media classes. And I when my friend watched it, she said, I just hate this movie because nothing happens. Oh. And I was like. Opinion. What do you mean? (laughs) And she was like, well, like nothing happens. It's just like, you're just watching someone's life. It's boring. I love those.
2: those those I I have a bunch of anecdotes from Gerwig relating to that that I can't bring up, but go ahead.
1: That's what the point is. You're supposed to be watching it and you, you know, you kind of see yourself in this character that's growing up and it's not just for like teenage girls. Every single character that she's ever created just feels so lived in. And so... Almost anybody who watches any of her movies can watch it and find someone or some part of someone that they can relate to.
0: I I, I did personally, yeah. absolutely. I the I think father, between her brother,
1: her mom, the like father, who so I really exactly, I really liked him a lot.
2: I think that's that's a very important point in a lot of reasons. Number one, I think it's interesting that your friend had that to say because one of the quotes from the film and part of the overall theme is, I believe Lady Bird at some point says, "I wish I could live through something," which mm-hmm. is the whole point is that she's. So focused on living through something significant, she's missing what's happening that's important enough. Mm-hmm. And again, see the movie going, oh, nothing happens. It's kind of interesting because that's the point, more or less. That's what the, that's the journey the characters go through. Yeah. But does happen. No, no, I know, but that—that's the point. I know, point, I'm not though. talking to Yeah, I know. No big I know. laser in the sky at the end. Exactly.
1: Yeah, a <laughs> big monster comes through, crashes bird. her
3: house.
0: I mean, you you gotta stop. She Bob turns into Thanos. a bird.
2: Like, like really? I mean, what, what did you? What did you want to happen? Did you want her plane to crash or something? Like, I could have. It could have ended like that movie "Remember Me," where she ends up in the Twin Towers. Yeah. The, where it's Robert Pattinson. Yeah, like, oh. I love my new
0: office.
1: And then it just shoots. Craziest And, like I'm. I think that's y'all p- the just ruined about- that movie for me. Oh, I got halfway get- through. It. Oh <laughs> <no>. oh Sorry, <laughs> were <laughs> you gonna finish it? I was gonna. Uh,
2: Oops!
1: S- oh, sorry. It's wait. okay. It's no, it's a me- fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, t- it's too
2: much of a meme at this point. Well, it and it also pans. is old, so it's kind of on me. Yeah, it's like a what? Twelve years old at least. Yeah, 12, 13 years I it came old. out in 2002. What a crazy movie! What guys, I got a movie idea. Guys, I've got it. Or
0: what if? What if they just had that before and then? That happened. They're like, okay, we got to wait. I a feel like they were writing this. it on
3: 9 11. They're like, how do we end this?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's in the towers.
2: <laughs> I love my new office. <laughs> that movie is so, so, such a weird ending. So, Sydney, I want to kind of touch on some of the points you brought up specifically from Gerwig's own story herself. Gerwig spent years writing the screenplay. At one point, it was over 350 pages long. Mm -hmm. And the working title, Mothers and Daughters, you see that theme, at least throughout her two main directorial films so far. In 2015, Gerwig and her team secured financing from IAC Films, along with producing the film with Scott Rudin Productions. The film has been described as semi-autobiographical Gerwig has said that, has quote, nothing be. in the movie literally happened in my life, but it has a core of truth that resonates with what I know. To prepare the cast and crew, Gerwig gave them her old high school yearbooks, photos and journals, as well as passages written by Joan Didion, and took them on a tour of her hometown. She told Sam Levy, director of photography on the film, that she wanted it to feel like, quote, like or feel, quote, like a memory, and said that she sought to offer a female counterpart to tales like, the 400 Blows and Boyhood, which is kind of the mm-hmm. standard for lived-in movies, because it or the characters at least, because of the fact that it filming took place over 12 years. Mm-hmm. The film was Gerwig's first as solo director, and because and again in 2008 she wrote Nights and Weekends. So yeah, it kind of what she intends, and I think what she wanted to convey definitely comes across with the fact that her characters feel like real people. Mm-hmm. The whole environment feels real. It feels like an actual place versus a figment of her imagination, which comes from the fact that it's semi-autobiographical, which it all works in the end, I would say. And I think all of her goals there were definitely accomplished. I also think it just looks really good for the fact that it's not... You know, most films that get props for looking great often challenge themselves with gigantic set pieces or massive casts or whatever. This film just looks good as two kids live a life, basically. Mainly yeah. one kid, of course, Lady Ver, but also... <laughs> her friend living it with her. And it still looks amazing throughout the whole film, in my opinion.
1: I thought it was interesting where you were reading that and you said that she said nothing that happens in the movie actually happens in a real life. It's just, like, kind of based off of it. And it's kind of funny because watching that, nothing that happens in that movie actually has ever happened in my life. But it literally felt like I could have been watching things that have happened to me, especially the mother-daughter relationship part. I think every woman in the world has a very complex relationship with their mother and it was i think it was just like highlighted very well like the good parts about it the not so good parts about it but it was just really it i liked that nothing happened in it you know i love movies like that
2: i agree because it also with nothing happening it doesn't it does not distract you from the fact that Ronan and Laurie Metcalf are the main events of this film. They are the reason anybody should go watch this film for their performances back and Mm -hmm. forth, especially the final scene when she's driving out of the airport and has to circle back, and it's just a Mm -hmm. still shot on her as she slowly, progressively loses it. That is
0: one of my favorite shots of all time. It's a brilliant scene.
2: I mean, it's like they, it's like Gerwig just put a camera in the car and said, "That is what she did." And and Laurie Metcalf delivers a top tier performance of which she should have been. Given many, many more awards for. We'll talk about that a bit later as well. I think the fact that nothing happens allows the brilliant acting and brilliant directing to come to view, because the scenes don't distract from and don't detract from it either. As we see in a lot of a bigger budget movies, sometimes it can at least. Cameron,
3: I don't. I don't remember who said this, but I remember when I first like watched this movie and like I went down the rabbit hole and read all about it. I remember someone talking about like in like a certain interpretation of the movie could be like the it's about the mom and the yeah. mom's like mm-hmm. the main
2: character i think it almost it almost feels like i think it's a great point it almost feels like not a sequel almost but like we've seen this character before and this is her trying to adapt because even at the end the dad sort of explains how ladybird and the mom are so similar to each other and how the reason it's been so tense is cuz she sees so much of herself in you and blah, blah, blah. It almost feels like a continuation of a story that she's been going through as a mother and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And again, it's also the fact that Laurie Metcalf is just really good. And <laughs> even if the movie wasn't supposed to be about her, she almost makes it about her with her brilliant performances. Because she steals the show every time she's on screen. Every single time. And I want to talk a bit about how Gerwig found this cast because with writing it for so long – Gerwig actually met Saoirse Ronan at the Toronto International Film Festival in September 2015 because Gerwig was promoting Maggie's Plan while Ronan was promoting Brooklyn. They read through the script in a hotel room with Ronan reading the part of Ladybird and Gerwig reading the other characters. Gerwig realized by the second page that Ronan was the right choice for the role. In January of 2016, she was officially cast. Gerwig also met with Lucas Hedges and offered him his choice of the male parts. He chose Danny, and Gerwig cast Laurie Metcalf after watching her work in theater. So, hmm. and all three are really great. I think even even I think Lucas Hedges gets outshined by the fact that Ronan and Metcalf give such great performances. But he's pretty good as Danny. That one scene when he confronts Ladybird outside of the coffee shop is pretty good. Lucas Hedges is always good. He is. I agree. You should watch uh, Waves. He's in Waves, and he's phenomenal in that. Interesting.
0: I've not not heard of that movie myself. uh, uh, Sterling K. Brown's also in it. Ooh. It's an H24 movie, and it has a crazy soundtrack. A lot of Frank Ocean in the soundtrack. H24
2: does all the good stuff, as we said. I just – I think it balances so much, too, because it's a very funny movie, but it doesn't drown out the serious moments. And it kind of does feel like Sidney said with real life because there are these random explosions – of just anger and arguments, which is, yeah, that's how it works. Movies, Mm -hmm. movies like to have arguments be built up to it, but sometimes stuff just happens. You know, sometimes the mother and the daughter disagree and they're going to start yelling. You know, that's just how it can be.
1: And it really highlights how like kind of messed up all the characters are. Like you never in real life, you don't walk around and everybody is perfect all the time and nobody makes any mistakes and nobody is ever rude or mean or a little weird. And you see that in every single character. Everybody does something at some point where you're kinda like, uh, eh, that probably not the best choice ever. But that's the point. You're supposed to be able to see the realness of these characters.
2: That's a very good point. And also I just want to say that uh I hate Timothy Chalamet's character. Oh, me too. Really yeah. so- but <laughs> even his character even his so character, terrible.
1: you can see like parts of yourself and like his vulnerability and his like
3: I didn't. I didn't I, relate I, to him at all.
2: I think it's, I, I <laughs> do not like him. I
1: think I it, am perfect at all times. I think
2: it's a perfect encapsulation of that. As terrible as he is, is when Lady Bird leaves his house because he just what well, he like. He basically said like Yeah, I Gaslit you. So what? Yeah, which is horrid by the way because he did. He did in fact lie to her. This is not like the the glass onion. Well, did he or how? Well, like he did lie to her. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think Lady Bird leaves, and the last thing she sees in his house is his dad, who's on. A ventilator, not a ventilator, on a ga- on a mask because he's dying essentially, yeah. and it's it's just supposed to give you a little bit of like, not everybody is just a cut and dry black and white good or evil. Everybody's mm-hmm. got something going on, which I like that detail because you don't you could just make him the most hateable character on the planet and be done with it, but you add that in, and it, it gives a little bit of something there. Again, he's still obnoxious the whole time, and he comes back one more time to prove how obnoxious he is again.
1: Yeah, I'd like to be clear. I don't say this to say that if you are a mean or rude person, it's justified, but it is something that we can all relate to at times.
2: I would say that. I would say that's fair. I do also think it's really funny when the dad was like, you're really going to go out with a guy who honks? I, said, oh, I thought that was... <laughs> Speaking of the dad, I just want to... He's so Tracy good. Is you so know, he's, he's, he's Ford from he's uh, Mr. Ford from Ford vs. Ferrari. He's also win. Win. He's really, also the, yeah,
0: yeah. He's also the editor from Little Women. <gasps> yeah, yeah. He is the editor from Little Women as well. at oh, The yeah. very beginning.
2: You know, if Greta and Gerwig
1: yeah. want, likes to do one thing, it's bring people back,
2: and they're all really good every time she does. So more she power to her. But he's
0: so he's. I was I was finishing watching with Kendall, or yeah, and Cameron. Cameron <laughs> well, had to go to the library. I didn't, I, yeah, wanna, I didn't finish watching it. I didn't want to out him for not finishing it, no. but he did get to finish the movie. But we were, we, were, we were talking about the dad and how he's a good example of a positive masculine r- uh, character <gasps> yes. in media, along with the dad from Call Me By Your Name and Atticus Finch were some others that we thought, thought of. Ooh. Yeah. That's any that's any, an any y'all can think of positive masculine characters?
2: Um. Oh my. Wait. Oh. Um. (sighs) Steve. Steve Carell's character in Beautiful Boy. I mentioned him. Wait. You did. Not. Not just now, but yesterday. I did. So he. He's brilliant. Um. Oh. There's one more. So. Connecting to Boyhood. Has anybody in here seen Boyhood? No. No. But I know what it's about. I've read the book. Richard. There's a book. Yeah. I thought oh. that was Wonder. No, no, was like the same. So, movie Boyhood, Richard Linklater. It's da- basically t- it wait. Boyhood place- is not a book. Yeah, okay. Beautiful boy. Oh, oh yes. sorry. I was talking. About- I was pivoting to Boyhood again. Yeah, okay. So, it's it's not exactly a totally positive character, but it's really an excellent. Like, that's probably the most real film I've ever had the experience of watching because you literally watch the the actor grow because they filmed it over a twelve year period and you watch every actor. Yeah, it's it's an incredible. Is that feat. ethical? Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I think so. He I don't know. He says yes. It was, pre- it was pretty good. And Ethan Hawke ca- plays the dad in that one. And it's not a perfect uh, relationship because he and the mom are split up. But he periodically comes back and just sort of plays this character trying to guide his son as best he can through this very turbulent and very difficult childhood. And it's just – it's really powerful. But that's because also Ethan Hawk is – Ethan Hawk Ethan Hawke's awesome. So, Ethan Hawke knows what he's doing. But I do love when we get when we get characters like you said Davis that are just Raymond from Everything Everywhere. Yes, exactly. Characters that are just not the stereotype, got like just that they show some emotion, which is rare for male fatherly figures in in cinema. It's more common now, of course, than good. it was 10 years ago, but I love a good pos- it's, it's I, I love a character rare. with
0: some positive masculinity. It's so it's so it's so nice. Absolutely.
2: I I would agree with that. But the deaf Bird is awesome. I love
0: it. Yeah, him. I mean he, is. He, he
1: like represents this like gentle quiet, compassionate force in her life, and I don't think we see that from enough male characters or dad characters.
2: And I think you certainly get – this is not necessarily a trope, but I think it is reality, is a lot of times if a dad or any parental character is going through some very difficult hardship, they'll wear it on their sleeve and make it obvious, but – He's as joyful as he is, mm-hmm. and you learn that he's been struggling with depression for that years. That scene where she's like, "You made him feel awful by not oh dropping off school." He's like, "You didn't have to say that." And I, he like sits there defeated. I, I almost, I, I was, I was in the edge, eating my food, watching this movie in agony. You when you were that watching scene,
1: it in the edge, of you course was I, was. His movies, oh, I watched. Oh, I watched it in the
2: library. <laughs> Well, no, I, so then, but then, then search then Searchie Ronan goes to, uh, goes to Timothy Shalom and says, I'm ready. And I'm like, I better close my computer and i uh, watch this back <laughs> at the
1: party. Yeah, we can't watch this in the student I, dining I, hall. I didn't know
2: what was coming on my <laughs> television screen at that point. I was like, let me just, no. What? What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Alex, are you okay, man? Yes, but <laughs> like when that happens, I just love that it's not so, like he's not just yelling and shouting because he's angry. He's just, being as joyful as he can be, trying to make his daughter happy with giving her a chance to go to college, mm. while also struggling with so much behind the scenes. And then the one scene we get that's him focused, that painful job interview. Mm. Oh my gosh. Where, I mean, he's basically, and he, like, and it's like he, a sideshow attraction at that point. Like the guy just thinks it's funny to ask an old guy about this stuff rather than actually be interested in hiring him, which is very painful. And then and then he sees his son there. He's like, good luck. I want
0: yes. you to do well. So good. There's another positive masculinity, pos- character with false masculinity and little women, I'll bring up when we get there. Really? That's what I was thinking about it. Yeah.
2: Wait, so hold up. I wanted to shout out one character real there, quick. I can't remember. Oh my gosh. So Shelly? Like the fact that she So Shelley best. is um Shelly is Miguel's girlfriend like the whole time. And she's like low key one of the most supportive people throughout the whole movie. And it just was such a pleasant surprise because again she could sort of be pigeonholed at the start, but like when Lady Bird's going to prom, she deliberately says how great she looks and hopes she has such a great time. Everyone else is like, good luck or whatever. And it's just, mm-hmm. it was a very nice touch because again, they're all real. They're not caricatures, which is such a nice, refreshing, I think, take compared to every other movie recently that just will make every character not a real person. I just, I really like this movie. I, I know I keep talking about it. I just have a lot of positive things to say. I know I've been talking a lot about Cameron, any other things about this film and, how it makes you feel, its impact, so on and so forth. Davis, we've been talking I about that. I just think it's so
3: great. We should give Greta Gerwig a blank check.
2: <laughs> so actually, I wrote that at the end of of my notes for later. I was like, just give her all In the your money. notes. Yeah, actually, okay. Because I was like, just give her all, give her all the money. Because she made this with ten million dollars, and I think Barbie is gonna be awesome. Of course, people wonder if it's going to be the Damien Chazelle twist, where oh, whiplash, whiplash, La La Land, and then Babylon. But. Babylon's supposed to be really good. I so, Apparently, uh, but
3: the, the people I know on. they didn't show it here for more than like five days. <laughs> and then, like the
0: day I was like, I made I'm about to go, no money. Like I went, I'm about to go see it today, and then I went like, I watched like it disappear off my screen. We're like, <laughs> yeah, <"What?" laughs> yeah. It I, made
3: no money. See. Here's the thing,
0: because the advertising was terrible.
3: This is where we find out: is it Gre- Greta Gerwig or is it Sorcerer Ronan? Oh, this is this is like Tom Brady leaving Bill Belichick.
2: Mm. Okay, he could, th- I'm so sad that apart. she didn't cast Sorcerer Ronan. She was in... so, she was originally
3: she... going to, but she couldn't because she was bill- uh She was filming See How They Run.
2: Oh, right, and she's pretty good in that. Yes, yeah, she's like pretty good. It. It's fun, it's a fun movie. Yeah. Excellent. You should watch yeah, it. I, I, it's, it's on my, it's on my, it's on my list. So well, he's guys, any, he, yes, he's am. <laughs> any, he, I've been watching The Last of Us, haven't I? Any final thoughts going around around the uh, table here on Lady Bird before we wrap things up?
1: I have a final thought.
2: Final thoughts and go I ahead.
1: think that this movie is a really good movie to set up other coming-of-age movies for other types of characters because she is a cis white woman. So there's a lot of other people who could see representation for themselves with these types of movies. And this is one that kind of like gives a jump off. For others, especially with Beautiful Boy and things like that.
2: I, I, would, I would agree with that. And I also will say that one thing I really want to do is I want to go back and watch it and pause it when she opens up the mom's letters so I can read them because I'm sure they were so good.
1: Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> I,
2: I, I meant to do it and I just forgot to. I lost track of time, but I really wanted to, Cameron.
3: And on the note of like various like coming-of-age movies, I thought I enjoyed this more than The Catcher in the Rye, which is like sort of similar. I know it's very like derivative to compare any coming-of-age anything to The Catcher in the Rye, but the reason I compared to that is because I was talking to uh, Walker here at Weagle, and he was like, oh, I hate Lady Bird because she's just annoying, and that's a a similar uh, qualm that people have with, like, The Catcher in the Rye, that a child in high school who is going through, like, their life and, like, their life changing is annoying, which is, like, sort of, like, the point (laughs) is that they are kind of, uh, you know what is the word, like pretentious and they're <laughs> self-absorbed. They're
2: yes, yeah. Like, she totally just ab- becomes a big play person, j- like, wants to be in drama just to get to close to one boy, Danny, yes. and then the moment that fizzles out, she leaves it completely behind. She's supposed to be fickle because the whole yeah. point is at the very end, she finally realizes it and uh, calls her mom and apologizes and that's why that movie ends right there. Yeah, I mean, have
1: you ever met a 16-year-old ever?
2: Like Exactly, yeah. Like, that is that is the point, point. and I also, how about the, when she gets to college and the dude is just like, oh, your music sucks, that that's what I was talking about, Davis. <laughs> uh-huh. When when the dude's like, oh, all you have is greatest, I remember. greatest sense. Yeah, and that's what I was telling you about. That was the scene that... When were you telling me about this? I texted you and said there's a scene in Lady Bird that reminds me of an rea- interaction between oh, the two I of do- us. I, do-
0: I forgot you even told me about Dang that. Dang it, Davis. <laughs> Cause, cause, we got, I, I do have to say, Lady Bird didn't make someone try to assassinate a president, though, compared to Catcher in the Rye.
4: <laughs> so there's... Uh, Wait, <laughs> what? Oh, Catcher yeah. in the,
0: the guy that tried to kill uh, Don Hinckley Jr., whatever his name is, John Hinckley Jr., Red Catcher on the Rye, and he's like, "Okay, I have to kill." Or, oh, so the guy tried to kill John Lennon. Red Catcher on the Rye. John Hinckley Jr. tried to kill Re- Ronald Reagan because he was trying to impress Jodie Foster. Yeah, exactly. wow. Okay, so uh, let me go back in time. <laughs> I will say, <laughs> Lady Bird didn't have someone try to kill a famous beetle. <laughs> yeah after watching so
1: this is true but <laughs> not yet i don't think we not should blame that I on didn't mess that up the book or the Paul movie are still
0: kicking so <laughs> yeah. someone so doesn't watch lady <laughs> we <laughs> definitely
1: don't think we can blame that on the book or the movie and more. that <laughs> no i'm not blaming it's just, <laughs> <I was> just, <laughs> it
0: it's just a funny joke it's, yeah it,
2: it, it's a good bit so I let's just, how do you re-catch in the rhyme and be like it's john lennon guy, <laughs> john got lennon go. it's just who who knows how people do anything for any reason how do you how do you see jodie foster and tax driver and go well i guess i gotta was she not would she would you not be a little impressed just kidding,
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> don't get any ideas they're like i i tried to kill joe biden for you davis i'd be like
2: well he tried for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! i'm so excited to talk about little women uh, we, we do not gosh.
2: endorse that we well, don't oh no we do no. not it's yeah. just a joke it's, it's all bits everybody let's rate little women out of a 10 star rating guys 10 little women uh, or Lady Bird? sorry ladybird oh. Lady Bird. 10 what did i give it uh you gave it sydney gives it a 10 you like a nine Nine. Alex, do yours first. Not, n- I think I gave it. A, I gave it a nine point, or I gave it a four point five out of ten. So I gave it like a nine point five, honestly.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. It, I don't think it could be a perfect ten. I was saying ten how are for you Little have Women. Like
2: a point five. Uh, I always do the point five. That's scale. not how these games work. Nine uh, that's point how, three. Well, Cameron, when you have your own movie podcast, you can decide how the games work. Okay, but- <laughs> fair enough.
0: I gave <laughs> it a four and a half, but I'll give it. I'll say nine.
2: I might give it a ten. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm cool with either. It's a good movie. Yeah, I, I, I get so I give it four and a half, which is more. Le- it's leaning more towards a nine point five. My only my only beef is that some of it felt underdeveloped, but that's because that is short runtime. But I will say I really love how the scenes dramatically cut between like drama and comedy. That was one of my favorite details, and it continues in the next one. But you said you give it a nine. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's a really great movie. If you haven't seen it, if you feel so inclined, we would recommend watching it because it is really really good. S- Sydney, okay? <laughs> you just just sneeze, tearing yeah. up over yeah. there. Sorry, there. guys, think about like... it. Well, bless you, Sydney. I'm just bless
1: crying over how beautiful work of art this is.
2: What a movie it is! It also, again, got one last thing. It got. Five Oscar nominations, Best Picture, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Director. It did not win any of those. However, it did win Best Motion Picture, Comedy, and Best Actress Comedy at the Golden Globes. Saoirse Ronan and Greta Gerwig took home those awards, so pretty cool for that. And now on to Little Women, another Greta Gerwig film, obviously, starring Saoirse Ronan as Joe, Emma Watson as Meg, Florence Pugh as Amy. Laura Dern as Marmee. Eliza Scanlon as Beth. Timothy Chalamet back as Theodore Laurie Lawrence. Meryl Streep as Aunt Marge. Tracy Letts as Mr. Dashwood. Bob Odenkirk? I did not expect did his Coleslaw appearance. Peter Coleslaw shows up. As Father March. David Stomach.
3: I got a whiplash watching Brooke. that. Like watching it, I was like, B- uh, uh, B- Better Call Saul? What are you <laughs> he doing Calslaw? here? <laughs> he, he just pulls up on screen. Walter Better Call Welterway Saul showed up Somehow too.
1: y'all find a way to relate everything back to Better Call Saul. He's literally Walter the main w- character.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he is Saul. Of the
1: world. Of the world.
2: Better Call Saul. Louis as Friedrich Baer and Chris <laughs> Cooper as Mr. Lawrence. It's written and directed by Gerwig, based on the 1968 novel Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. Very famous by, book. Yes, indeed. Produced by, which has multiple different adaptations. Produced by Amy Pascal, Denise Dinovi, De and Robin Swi- Swicker. What did you?
3: Who? who what? Denise
2: Venovi? Denise Dinovi. De <laughs> <laughs> and Dejo Pascal. Pascal. Who is Denise Venovi? It says Denise. De- Never mind. Um, cinematography is by Yorick Lassau. I'm guessing that's how you say it. And edited by Nick Howie. And then the music by Alexandre Desplat, oh. who is so good the in every movie he's so ever good. done. Okay, what other ones have he done? He's done Imitation Game. He's done the last two Harry Potter films at minimum.
3: All right. Okay, I would like to clarify. When I heard you say that name, I thought you were trying to pronounce Denis Villeneuve, like the director, and I was like, that is not... <laughs> but it's not Denis Villeneuve, okay. Yeah, no, it's Just it's, it's, li- it's
2: literally I Denise De no- Navi or Novi, I'm guessing. Okay, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's one of the producers on... The film. But, Davis, now that you asked what other movies Alexander Day has have to, done. You don't have to. I, I want to look it up, Davis. For you, I want to. While he's looking
0: that up, while we've been talking about this Movies Best Hotel. Okay, never mind. Anyway, that, go ahead. I was just going to say, while we've been talking about these movies, I've had the insatiable craving for movie popcorn. Like, oh, my
1: gosh. I have my movie popcorn from last night.
0: Like, Wait, not here. No, but like the thing is, I usually don't. When I go to the movies, I don't get popcorn because I now. don't want it. But like right now, I'm like, I need it. Just
1: because it's just <laughs> And, like, they're just and so I'm good. imagining
0: eating it with like some chocolate or what? something. Yes. I thought yes. he was
1: gonna say chopsticks. What? Like, what? Remember in
0: Flash fun. when they
2: put the raisinets in there, man? <gasps> I,
0: so no, no, you don't put them in there. But like if you get like Reese's pieces oh, or like so like good. the little cookie dough bites or M and M's. Yeah, that's the best ones. Like you, you eat your popcorn, you take a bite, you put like an M M&M and M in there, and then it's a. Otherworldly. I might oh, go to the movie theater just to night. get some popcorn. <laughs> so
2: who? Are, I was talking to Dylan last night. He said when we got to the theater, he saw somebody go in with their five dollar popcorn bucket and then walk out with it full. My yeah, my friend yeah, Sophie. I would do that. Sophie
1: that came with me last night when we were in high school. We used to do that. We would take because she had the big bucket. But we would why? go to the movies get it. because it tastes different than any popcorn oh, like, you. Can I will buy say
3: at I want some popcorn around last year, and I don't. I don't know if this is like a Joe Biden thing, but when I first came to Auburn <laughs> and I started going to the movie theaters. <laughs> The popcorn literally tasted like car exhaust. It was like <laughs> so bad. No, it did. No, yes, it, it was so strange. That's probably
0: why I stopped getting popcorn. Cause the Popcorn here <gasps> sucked. Oh, but my now, God. but now recently. Oh, no, this is- <laughs> He
3: signed the executive order. You remember? Yeah. But recently, I guess, I guess since the Democrats lost that's control I, of the House, the popcorn true. tastes good again. <laughs> that's why
2: the gas prices were so high. Oh my
1: God! I, I don't know what's my better is that,
2: is that the quote or the seriousness with <laughs> which you said it. Like guys. He and Alex I don't, are on
1: the floor. Oh my God! That was so funny. Oh my gosh!
3: But it's back to normal now, so <laughs> I, I buy popcorn again.
1: No, when I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> if Me and Sophie knew we were going to spend the night we would go to the movie theater with her $5 bucket get popcorn and go home.
3: Yeah. See, I I wish I, I had seen this movie in
2: theaters cuz it is a very long movie I, I saw feel this like. movie in theaters. No, it's not. Three it not? times. So, let's get to that right now actually. It's uh, uh, 2
1: hours and 15 minutes.
2: 2 hours. Exactly. Of what? my life. Uh, uh. It's not well, that long, you're well so much coding
0: then,
3: All right? I could have, I could have, I could
2: have baked so, many, so goods. many books. <laughs> Little Women was presented at the Museum of Modern Art in New York City for a December seventh, tw- yes, twenty nineteen premiere before releasing theatrically in the U.S. on December twenty fifth, a Christmas Day release with a runtime of just two hours and fifteen minutes, just. and on a budget of forty million dollars, it made two hundred and eighteen point nine million dollars at the global box office. The reason I say just Cameron is because. Coming out of this film, I like it. It's good, technically brilliant, but could have been longer. I would have liked it. really. To I felt like it
3: was a very long movie. That may also be because I watched it over the span of two days. But
2: that's not a <laughs> right yeah. There. That's probably it. <laughs> definitely, definitely not at all a contributing factor. I just feel like with all these ensemble, with an ensemble cast, basically a lot of different characters, they could have all needed a bit more time. In my honest opinion, now this is aside from the technical aspects of it. Because I'll say this: number one, the score is awesome. <laughs> The acting is amazing. It's uh, it's one of those casts where you know all the names on it, and then they all deliver mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. single one. Like, I really thought, even down to Chris Cooper's Mr. Lawrence, was pretty good in it. Well, that's what I was going to bring especially up. Especially in that last scene after Beth passes away, and he's just like, cannot go inside up. He's so good. He's so good. his masculinity in And again, and, 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 this is Gerwig, not just, because some, some directors have a tendency to go all at it for the big names, then the lesser characters will just be given, eh, who cares? But they, they really did th- took their time to pick who would play each of these characters, and they all deliver. Meryl Streep's pretty good. And I don't even like Meryl Streep that much. She's pretty cool. And, of course, Laura Dern is awesome. You and know, Bob she's Odenkirk. a listener of the show. Uh-oh. Meryl, um, I love you. Anyway, uh, Bob Odenkirk, obviously, is there as well. I think it's a technical marvel. I think just story-wise, it leaves a bit to be desired, in my opinion. Mm. Though I know that is a hot take, so Cameron, uh, <clears throat> hey. bring it on.
1: I watched this movie three times in the theaters. I went back two more times to the see You were a portion of wow. million. <laughs> I was. <laughs> this portion. is my favorite movie of all time. Whoa, no questions wow. asked. Wow. Yeah. Like, if you ask anybody what my favorite movie is, they will tell you it's this. I think a big part of it is the cast, mm. because Emma Watson, Saoirse Ronan, I think I say her name right, and Florence Pugh are my three favorite actresses. But also the cinematography of this movie is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen.
2: It is absolutely stunning. The scene
1: where she and Lori are dancing around the outside of that the house- That is my favorite is scene. ...is Beautiful.
2: And even like their, their talk when they break up just oh, on like oh, a yeah, mountain yeah. looking over a giant oh, valley. My goodness. Oh, that scene. Where, I whoever quote. picked these locations needs a serious thumbs up, good job because everything is beautiful was, on its own. In that
0: scene where they're on the mountain, I was like, do you think they CG'd out anything or they CG'd in that church? That's I was thinking um, about when I was watching
2: Probably it. I mean, not. To, to cre- now, what, what are the odds that there's. I don't know, man. But that church just by itself, I think that church. Mi- there's probably a Walmart in the background. Yeah, that's so I'm saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if
0: they move the screen over a foot, there's a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You now, were saying, Sydney?
1: Um, I – where was I?
0: Sorry. Uh, no, cast,
1: you're, you're okay.
2: Cinematography, why it's so good. I, oh, I can't resist making – Yeah, scenarios.
1: I mean, I can quote every single word of Florence Pugh's speech when she's standing in the room. Oh, that's painting. scene. Like, I think this movie has a lot of similar features with Lady Bird. Sorry, I'm trying to move in my chair. Um, with the way that like you can see yourself in every character in different really? parts, in different ways. But I think it's just the fact that it's like, it's a classic story. I don't know if y'all have ever read the book. The have book you? It's amazing. I'll, yeah. I was, I was going to say, I'm, I read it I on a plane one time, ah. um, but yeah, I just like the way that she kind of took something that's been done and did it differently. You
2: know, I once read a book on a plane before. Is that the one <laughs>
1: okay. yeah, is, about the
2: bombs, you're like, I don't want to bring it on! I read, I read a book about Robert Oppenheimer making a <gasps> nuke, and the title of the book was just The Bomb.
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Alex, you're joking. I'm
2: not. Great book, by the way. They tackled it, and they're like, you can't go on this plane! <laughs> oh, wow. my god.
1: Didn't well,
2: my I, did, I did almost not get allowed on a plane one time when uh, I brought my backpack from school and I forgot that I had a a protractor in there and it had broken to have a sharp edge to it and they were like uh oh my gosh anyway Cameron I saw you had your hand raised
3: I was going to talk about the casting a little bit the cast is phenomenal and these are all great actors and actresses but I feel like with the main cast the first time I watched I was like this is great and the second time I watched I was like Aren't they supposed to be like sixteen? That's what I was. Yeah. I was like, wait it a cuts minute. Seven years
0: <laughs> in the future. Like Amy there. is yeah.
1: one of the younger ones, and she's fourteen. They had
3: really, flashbacks. they had really. I, was, good. I did not realize that the first time, but then the second time around, I was like, these actresses are all not sixteen. I could like, live Florence with it at Pugh all. tried to live sell it. it.
2: Florence Pugh tried her hardest to Florence
3: sell it. Florence Pugh yeah. did a, a very old. good yeah. job yeah. at it. Really good.
1: Yeah, I was ac- exactly like that when I was fourteen.
3: There you go. I'm, they're good actresses, and they acted very well, but. That's just something that yeah. I noticed. I think Not a detraction, Still a great movie. I think it
2: was just due to the parallel. Almost, how, do you really want to have two completely different casts? Yes. Because then, yeah. It would. It would have been that. That's it one of tall tasks to do anyway. Because then you have to worry about getting eight parts correct. And then number two, how like how jarring is it to figure out who is who? Almost yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's it was it was easier. Which I agree with you, and I think also. The film, again, aids so much of that. For example, the f- like, cutting back and forth. There's no... I love how there's no dramatic cuts. Like, you know, every other film ever that it seems to do in the past and the present always do, like, a dramatic cut. This is just like, all right, guys, the color's different. New scene. We're, we're yeah, in the other I like how simple it is. It was so... I appreciated it more and more as I kept watching it because it just... It almost kind of just yanks you around the storyline in a great way where you know the joy of the past is juxtaposed with the dark blues of the future as everything's sad and Beth is dying and it's just all really good, I guess. Yeah.
3: yeah. It kind of feels like you're just like hearing someone tell a story where they're like, oh I did this and oh and this is a relevant detail from before and they're like some when someone tells a story they're like, oh I did this cut back to my life when I was January 16 2012 blah 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 <laughs> it's 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 not as quite as jarring as that it feels like a very natural flow of, of of events even though it's not chronological it just all flows together very well narratively it's
2: a very well done story in the fact that it doesn't feel too jarring i think the first few flashbacks you're like wait a minute you can not you can't really it tell it does take a
3: second to get like figure out how it's being told but then once you get used to it it it, it Way yeah, way. for
2: me, when I saw um, them leaving the town versus Sersha Ronan's character arriving at the town in the, pr- in the present, I guess it would be the time period, that's when I kind of finally was able to click it together because mm-hmm. for a time I was just like, okay, I don't really know where it was going exactly, but then it does that. And now this film... As critically acclaimed as it is, it garnered six Academy Award nominations, Best Picture, Best Actress for Sir Ronan, Best Supporting Actress for Florence Pugh, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Original Score, and it won for Best Costume Design, deservedly so, I would Absolutely. say. I mean, it feels like a movie ripped straight out of a time capsule. Uh, Chris Stuckman, a guy I watch on YouTube, he reviewed it and said exactly that, and I think that fits <coughs> it as well. you stealing it's, what he said? No, no, but I think, I think, I think that, <laughs> that he put it in better like words Chris than Stuckman I could. Well. Chris Stuckman's cool.
3: Did y'all see where they made... The all the main actresses actresses get like portraits done. Yes. yes.
2: Oh no! I wait. I, I think I remember hearing about that, but just look it up, Alex. Long, long time. One, ago. one
0: easy Google search for you here.
3: Because it's like the cameras like take so long to Would take the that? picture. They also made that? this
1: movie with film. Sure. Do you know? Really? That? Oh, yeah. Whoa. She used film to make this movie.
0: I did not know that. Okay, this Their is instinct. really cool. Yeah. On a lithograph, what are they called?
2: What's the name of the photo
3: oh, like yep. that? lithograph? Uh, That's cool. I do not know. Like that. I'm looking up right now. I don't really know what a the point of that portrait? is, but it's
2: pretty cool. I, you know, I don't know what the point of it is, but it's pretty cool, I would say.
1: <laughs> for authenticism.
2: Yeah. I, I suppose so. And then at the Golden Globes, Sir Sharonin received a nomination for best actress with Diplomat receiving a nomination for best original score, and then they also won best costume design at the British Academy Film Awards. I think it Again, is it definitely carried by the cast because that speech, at the, Joe's speech at the very end is so, so, oh. so good. However, oh, no. I, I, what? I, I had to start getting a little uh-huh. negative here, guys. oh uh-huh. I really didn't totally by a lot of... What? Grow up. You've already heard me talk about this. Yes, grow up. What are you about
1: to say? He
2: hates the movie.
0: No. He hates women.
2: (laughs) He hates
1: love. (laughs) Oh, no.
2: up, Davis. (laughs) I'm just saving you the time, Alex. (laughs) No. I did think that it needed to be a bit longer because some of the storylines felt a bit rushed, in my opinion. For example, I thought that... I can't remember her name Amy and Lori's storyline going from just okay. throwing shots at each other to I'm not getting married He's like I'm going to kiss her now and we're going to be married fair. by the next scene. why not everything can fit in your little box Alex. We not <laughs> They should just not well, put them in the movie. Davis, welcome to the objective or subjective world I'm of kidding, film. I'm I, yeah, with that's you. exactly I just, right. <laughs> I I feel like Go ahead and turn off
0: my mic. I'm not saying
2: anything
3: else. No, <laughs> that's a valid critique, but I also feel like if they had explored that more, I would not have been able to sit through the movie. It that's is. That's fair. There's two a was, There's a lot
2: going on. Two
1: hours and fifteen minutes is like really pushing it for yeah. me. Mm. They were. Steady. And I watch movie
2: that any length because you know we just talk about the Batman. It's three hours, so I'd watch it any is. movie that's but, any length. Yeah. But th- I watched the Batman. I saw it the second time, and I was like, oof. Yeah. Yeah, the second okay.
1: time I was like pins and needles in my feet.
3: They so. they they just need like a whole every one of the four girls needs their own HBO Max exclusive like sh- mini series. <laughs> <laughs> we can fully explore the, don't the world. Don't get that
1: idea. We'll do it. Except for not. We, Beth. Need a,
3: we need a movie about Bob Odenkirk at the war. <laughs> Why'd you just say that about Beth? <laughs>
1: I'm so sorry. Beth
3: can't get a
2: mini series. No, Beth died. They could just yeah, do it know. from when she was alive. <laughs> just playing the piano. <laughs> it doesn't have to be <laughs> a alive it's for a while. <laughs> it's just sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Six, I'm six sorry. episodes of her and Chris Cooper playing piano just back and forth. I would watch that. That's, the piano's pretty yeah, good. good. Yeah. I I don't know. I just didn't really get that. And then like at the very end, I thought it was a little ridiculous because Joe goes through this great realization that she can't be with Laurie because she's just so lonely. That's the only reason she feels the way she does. But then this French dude pulls up and she has a crush. And they're like, guess you got to marry him. And I'm like, if every – Cameron.
3: I feel like if you take it as uh, Saoirse Ronan's character – what's her name, Laurie? Joe. Joe, if you take (laughs) – I'm sorry – I don't know the characters of any of these names. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is was- was- Laurie. So yeah, if you take Joe as the main character, I feel like having not that much information about Lori and Florence Bue's character's relationship, and if you like take it from her point of view, not knowing anything about it, and then just them showing up and like a- being married, it's like maybe not seeing a lot of that story aids that jarring realization a okay, little Okay, that's
2: a good point. That's a very good point. Because Joe is definitely the main character, I yeah. would say. I think... After that, it's she probably the Amy a Little Woman, and then Meg, and, then, and what if then,
3: sh- what if in her speech she was like, "These women, they're so little." <laughs>
2: um, no, bro, you used to be such little women. When Bob Odenkirk returned, and he's like, "Ah, oh, my little women," I was like, "Come on, now, that's y'all. what he wrote in the letter, dog." It, it doesn't matter, bro. Do I don't mean? care. What do you?
1: What? That's literally also,
2: what he called no, I, his kids. I, I we have I to kill Bill save,
4: me. Bill. <laughs> save me. I
1: was about to jump out of my chair when you started saying <laughs> that about Joe getting married at the end. Uh-oh. Okay. That's she like, has a
2: crush, and it's like, guess I got to get hitched. That's
1: like the whole point, bestie. Times were different. <laughs> okay,
2: but I also feel like if somebody has
3: a – this is something that is beyond Little Women. I it's just any movie. If someone has a gripe with like, a movie, they're like, I don't like X, and somebody goes, X is the whole point okay, I still didn't like it. I thought I thought it was implied
2: that she didn't actually do that.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, she did. What,
2: what, do you, what do you mean, Sydney? By all means, expand upon she that. She gives that
1: whole speech at the end when she's in the attic. Right. So, the, it's supposed to be, okay, here's the best metaphor I can think to come up with it. All right. When I was like ages.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Wrong, I went wrong way with that metaphor. Sorry, (laughs) sorry.
1: He's banned. I could not resist that
0: one.
1: (laughs) When I was like (laughs) ages 7 to probably 14, I hated the color pink because I thought that it was something that I had to like because I was a girl. Interesting. So, but now pink is my favorite color. I literally have light bulbs in my ceiling that are pink. Oh, very nice. I kind of look at it similar to that and this entire like book and movie her whole life she's been fed this narrative that women's purpose is to get married and have children. And so she pushes it away and pushes it away and pushes it away thinking that's not what I want. I don't want to be told how I should live my life. And the second she starts to feel those feelings, which is okay, it kind of scares her and throws her off because she thinks that that's not what she's built up this narrative that that's not for her. And so like that was one of the points that I had is this movie, like, so deeply shows the different paths that, like, women's lives can take and the way that we're kind of fed a narrative our whole lives of, like, what should what we should do and what we shouldn't do. And there's four different examples of different ways that you can live your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. That's pretty good. That, that was def- – that was good. That, thank that, you. That was, Does thank the, the metaphor me that make sense now? It, yeah, that no, was a it, good it, anecdote. Makes, okay. it, it, makes, it makes a lot of sense. That was actually quite perfect, actually. Oh. Definitely better than Davis' chicken. <laughs> <What laughs> i said, I got that? a metaphor. She gave me just enough space to make a joke. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> is <laughs> oh, that what that you was, look okay. for
1: the whole time you do this podcast? Yes.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> all I look for You clearly my. have not listened to enough episodes to know that this is the
0: Davis Carroll. Uh, the <laughs> if Davis. there's a space to make a joke and I think it gets a laugh,
2: I'll make it. (laughs) Fair. No no matter what. Completely reasonable. Now again, outside of those two points, I think everything else is pretty awesome. I really like uh, Florence Pugh's speech. I also like how the film kind of, it definitely is a period piece, but it does lend itself to commentary on today. Obviously, those ideals are archaic by modern standards, Mm -hmm. but the idea of women having to fit a particular role in society has certainly not gone away in Mm -hmm. modern society yet. And the film does its, job in going after that as well, as I'm sure Greta Gerwig at least intended in aging up that story a bit, because obviously the time period's still the exact same, but...
1: I like the um, the theme of, like, relationships throughout the movie, too, not just romantic, but friendships and family relationships, because I, I don't have any sisters, did not grow up with any sisters, sad, it's okay, I love my brothers, but I the theme of like sisterhood and the relationships between women that's represented in the movie is something that even I can relate to just having like girlfriends and I think it's that was one of my favorite parts of the movie is just the right like the relationships demonstrated between the characters
2: I would agree I also could not believe when Amy burned the book (gasps) that was oh my god
1: Amy is my favorite character and that scene still makes me just absolutely boil that was that was bad she was 14 then. And again, so. yeah, it's
2: telling it t- when tw- 20 year old actress Florence Pugh is playing a 14-year-old, I'm like, why is she acting like that? Let's around? be honest yeah. though.
1: I am 20 years old and me 20-year-old me and 14 15-year-old me look very similar. So I
2: I
3: would not mistake you. This is not like a like an insult, but I would not mistake you for a 14-year-old.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you. <laughs> 21-year-old Davis and 14-year-old Davis
3: look yes. very different.
1: Yeah, but guys <laughs> are different. I don't know, like guys change so much the all facial structure looks so different like two years apart i mean i, I guess had this conversation so. with my mom I'm gonna make a joke, man. <laughs> like my brothers have changed so much in like six months and i literally look the exact same as when i was 15
3: hmm. i will say when i showed up to my summer job you know one Doing of the math. one of this past summer one of the ladies i worked with she was like oh you look so grown up now and i was like you you saw me last year and she was like yeah but you actually look like an adult now. Yes, it's so <laughs> weird. Like, you guys
1: no. like shape shift.
2: Thanks. What? I guess it's crazy. Evidently we do, Davis. Davis, yeah. I think you look the exact same, but yeah, but I...
1: you grew up with him, so
2: no, I know it's a joke. I I think I look a little <laughs> bit different, but you look pretty the same from high school. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm a stagnant character. It's okay. It's hey, okay. We we we, we, do, we do we do what we can. <laughs> Anyway, um, going on to, I guess, final thoughts on Little Women. Any other big talking points that we want to talk about, Cameron? This,
3: this should be quick. Uh, you read the books, Sydney. Mm-hmm. Is it is the movie accurate?
1: Um, Are they Yeah, little? I would say so. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Tiny.
1: Minuscule, microscopic. Quantum
0: woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Ant-Man's going to be. little women
1: end up in Ant-Man.
0: <laughs> That'd be crazy.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, it was accurate. I read it. Okay, I was like... 13 when I read it, so it's been a little while. I'd like to Before what you remember, it's accurate. Yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. And I also
2: want to touch a bit on how Greta Gerwig got involved in the film. In August of 2016, she was hired to write the screenplay. In June of 2018, it was announced that she was going to be the film's director as well as its screenwriter. She had heard about Sony's plan to adapt the book in 2015 and urged her agent to get her in touch with the studio, conceding that while she was, quote, or while she, quote, was not on anybody's list to direct this film, it was something she aspired to do, citing how the book had inspired her to become a writer and director Aww. when she originally read it. Pas- Amy Pascal described Gerwig's pitch as, quote, the ambition and the dreams that you have as a girl and how they, quote, get stomped out of you as you grow up, as well as commerce and art and what we have to do to make things commercial. I don't, I didn't, I, I, Whoa. I, 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 I suppose, Joe's, I guess, oh yeah, I guess was, with Joe's, with Joe's writing style. Sorry. Lost that for a bit. In addition to being <laughs> Gerwig's first studio film, she had directed Little Women was her second solo directorial endeavor. I remember I wanted
0: to say, was did it imply that she didn't actually get married? That They just so, changed that for the book and the
3: oh
1: yeah. So that always kind of threw well, yeah, me a little remember bit. Remember when
0: like like she she goes she, to the editor, she goes to Tracy mm-hmm. Letts, and he's like, "Well, she needs to get married at the end." And she's like, "Yeah."
1: Okay. Well, no, it, I, it is implied that like. I don't think if this were a real life. I thought that was like
3: a meta bit. Have. Yeah, I thought we were seeing her life, and then she was writing about her life. I didn't think we were
2: seeing the book. I I've thought, I thought that able- was just like a, a punchline. Like, oh well, I guess we have to give it to you, and then they do get married. Yeah,
1: I could never figure that out. I think it's supposed to be like the Joe that we see in the editor's office is writing about her life, and she did get married, and she didn't want that to be in her book.
3: Yeah, but. That's what I took from it. He
1: kind of forced her to. But in real life, like the actual like we are in real life now, the actual book Little Women, she does get married.
2: Ah, there you go. At the end. Well, there you go then, Davis. I'm
1: pretty sure. Well, we're
2: not we're in talking real about the movie, life, not the book. She, I, I thought in the movie it was just like a nice joke, like a haha. Yeah. I felt like it was implying that she didn't. Yeah, personally. she did get oh, married in the book. I, d- I, I guess I just took it as like a wink at the audience kind of moment. Yeah, because then later on we do see them at her school and whatnot, mm. and he's there. Yeah, yeah, and whatnot. That's just the know, director like being to... like society. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Obviously, of maybe course. it was
1: just another like play on. She kind of still felt like she had to push that part of herself away. And so when she was writing the book about it, she didn't want to add that, even though in mm. real life she got married. Cause
2: she knew almost want to concede that part. Yeah. Right.
1: Okay. It's almost like a, she's like laying down the white flag thing when she does get married in real life. And so she's still trying to kind of push that in her book.
2: I believe that. And with that guys, why don't we go ahead and give it our rating system? I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it like an eight, 7.5 to an eight. I quite like it. My, my, issue, my issue aside, that was a very good analogy to explain it, but I'm still going to give it an 8. I do need to watch it a second time because I've only ever seen it once. Davis, what do you. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, can
3: we also say which one we liked more out of. Yes. Because they are very similar. Hmm. Uh, Ladybird. So when you, you prefer Ladybird.
0: Yeah.
2: Davis, ranking
0: in. I'll give it a 9. And then. I feel like I'll also choose Ladybird, but I need to rewatch Little Women. Cause it could change.
2: I'm surprised you gave it a 9, though. You didn't, it didn't seem like you had a lot to say. I've yeah t- uh, we're retroactively <laughs> editing it so you said two no 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 <laughs> not, i'm just I, just I just i just thought that i, I was talking this whole time you, you get you get, that's a very high rating for you davis i really liked it oh there you go then okay okay okay, okay. sorry sorry fine man. sorry I, sorry you know a two no i, I
0: didn't have enough to say
2: davis i, I didn't
0: reach my word count davis Alice.
2: i was kidding <laughs> nope nope
0: nope davis Davis, I'm sorry. you read my review on Letterboxd. Okay, I will. It's do very, that. It's, no, read it right now. Oh, wait, Just <laughs> look it up, and while they're saying theirs, it's very, it's okay. very eloquent and adept. It's very nice, Cameron.
3: All right, I'm going to give Little Women a nine, also, and I constantly go back and forth, and usually whichever one I prefer is the one I watched most recently. So I'm going to say I prefer Lady
2: Bird.
1: I give it a ten. Ooh, and, oh
2: yeah, you did say it was your favorite movie of all ten. time.
1: I full ten, and I like this one more than Lady Bird, but like they're very close. It's not. There's no dissing Lady Bird here.
2: I think they're definitely two great movies from a great writer and director. I'm really, really excited about Barbie. because Yes, yes.
1: She's so excited. She
2: has shown her ability to adapt um, one concept out of thin air, one book, and now taking an entirely different concept. And when you've got the powerhouse that is Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, can you really go wrong? I don't know. They said the same thing about Babylon, which is...
3: Uh, I don't know. Is it good? Is it bad? I've heard I don't know.
1: nothing about Babylon. <laughs> you,
2: <laughs> Alex, just you read my review. Absolute. What? All right, guys. I click on. I, I'm here. I am on Little Women, and I see everybody's reviews. Cameron gives it five stars there. Yeah, so. but you gave it a nine here, right? <laughs> It's, it's a round, it's an
3: accounting error. <laughs> Scaling up from, f- from a five-scale rating to a, a ten-star rating is very different. No, it's not. There's some you calculation: No, it's not, because there's a, there's a, there's a scale factor. It doesn't linearly scale, okay? All right. Whatever.
2: And Davis's review, his four-and-a-half-star out of five-star review for Little Women reads as follows. It's really eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> Read it. Come on. Cameron, have you seen it? Yeah. Uh, Bitter coleslaw.
1: Yeah. What?
2: <laughs> wow. This is, is, there, letterbox- is there any
1: punctuation in there? <laughs>
0: Hard-hitting journalism.
2: <laughs> I was
1: it saying- saying-
2: I was do it? think it's crazy how they were still trying to convince us that the dad was dead, so when Beth was, like, diseased, mm. he just was nowhere to be found until, like, the funeral. Y'all, y'all remember that? He's like nowhere. I was wondering where he was. They they was were try- so they were trying to... Continue. No, no, no. When, no when, in the, in the, in the, when Beth was dying and like, he's just not around because they were he still was, trying to sell us an illusion.
3: I thought he was like, I don't know. He was in Alabama reconstructing the South or something. Could
2: be. He became the lawyers of the South. Oh, Lord. Well, still, both movies, really a lot of fun. Greta Gerwig, so talented. Again, I'm so excited for Barbie.
1: I just feel like Barbie is going to be so different because we talked about these two and they're both like... Heartfelt and represent growing up and relationships, and then we have Barbie, and it's like based on 2001 Space. Maybe it's, Odyssey. About, maybe it's
2: about Barbie growing up, man. I don't know.
1: I can't figure I don't it know. out.
3: It, I, don't, I feel don't like it's gonna be great. I I'm think, excited. I think, like we
0: said earlier, Which give, are you see in first Oppenheimer or Barbie.
3: Um, I feel like we're gonna see Oppenheimer mostly because Oppenheimer's might be a little like more drab and depressing. So then I need like the refreshment. <laughs> movie of about Barbie a bomb. After. Yeah. Oh, you I feel like a-
1: Barbie's gonna come out of nowhere and just be even oh, more. Yeah, but no, it's no, at least same. gonna be
2: colorful. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's at, cool.
1: least, at least my senses will it's be gonna, it's get thinking really I'm okay. Cool. Cool. It's going
2: to be really colorful when Ryan Gosling's ken gets all of his limbs taken off. But, you know, I'm just well, saying. Did you know that. Does that happen? She's forced, no to to forced to
1: leave Barbieville due to her so-called imperfections. This is going to, to is gonna be absolutely oh, gut-wrenching. Uh, Deported?
3: What? What? <laughs> <Like, laughs> are, they, are they making Barbie political? Wait, <laughs> is this like some this sort of... Joe Biden's Barbie. Is this going to be like a feminist thing? Are you serious?
0: And
2: the oh po- my god the popcorn's gonna taste bad again. Maybe <laughs> That's not, so my
0: somebody my the biggest question the princess and the popper not now departed <laughs> yeah.
1: according the biggest question on oh the internet god. is will the new barbie movie be kid friendly and <laughs> apparently Absolutely it's not. gonna oh. be pg what
2: What? when lady when lady gonna be rated r like literally i was like when when her character was like i'm ready i was like what is it, it rated? is and this I was like Close the computer.
1: It's going to be rated PG. Oh.
2: Oppenheimer's going to be PG. What? No, it He's going to go,
0: Drake, where's the bomb? <laughs> <laughs> you get it? I think Josh is in it. I'm just going to be too
1: distracted to actually focus on that movie, because that man's eyes are so blue.
3: So It's in black and white. You won't have to worry about it. What? Bob and Hammer
1: is <laughs> not black and white. Yeah, it is.
3: Isn't it? Wait. What? We Bob just watched Thanos? the trailer. We watched Bob the trailer
1: last <laughs> night. I watched the Cameron wasn't <laughs> there. Are you real? But I Davis got... was.
2: I,
0: no, it, it, I was
3: there.
1: That yeah, movie's but...
2: in color. What?
1: <laughs> Cameron, were you serious? <laughs> I saw it. I saw that.
4: <laughs> I never saw this trailer. <laughs> <laughs> all I saw was the countdown. And it was a fucking <laughs> one. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: Cameron. <laughs> The trailer! <laughs> <laughs> with, an, with an explosion that is I orange and yellow! It. I never saw the
1: trailer! I never saw it. <laughs> there is a flaming I burst of fire! The, I never saw been the like, trailer.
3: Been all like, I saw was like the countdown to the trailer. Like, oh
2: yeah, they had all the black and white pictures! And it was oh in black god. and white! Oh my. oh my god. I thought it was
3: <laughs> going to be like a period-accurate thing. I thought he was going to be like, oh. My golly gee,
2: we gotta make this <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're watching it right now. <laughs> really
3: black and white. Oh,
2: my my God. God!
0: It's oh, whose yeah,
3: <laughs> color? Drake, where's the? Bob? See that's like, the black and white. That's all I had saw. All I had seen was the black and white. I was so
1: confused. I thought you were just messing with I me, me just, when, <laughs> when you were like. I thought it to be a so black was, and that's white. what I was going with it. I was like, yeah, it is black and white. Like, oh my God!
2: Cameron, oh.
0: Bob Thanos is in it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do they have a rap battle? <laughs> <laughs> goes,
0: I am but you come deaf. Your raps are so bad.
2: Oh my god, that's <laughs> so funny. So you know what you know what I was going about to say? I was um, gonna
0: make a joke about how we need the
2: subtitles so- <laughs> for it. I was gonna because- wait we, we can't we were talking about seeing which movie first. I was very seriously gonna go, Oh, I wanna see Oppenheimer because I don't want to get any spoilers, but then I What? <laughs> <laughs> what? What <laughs> Well, it didn't make any... Never mind. What? The ending of what? the
1: movie is just they oh, blow yeah, the movie.
2: I, I, I don't want to get the movie ruined for me, but okay, I was like, I you it. know... It's
3: Christopher Nolan, so, like, I feel like he could still have, like, a little... Oh, yeah, like, they, up set up, they
2: set up a nuke and then he just sends them back in Cause time. Because there is a... There is a scene... <laughs> no, it's a time There's machine. a scene
3: in Tenet where she was, like... Uh, Oppenheimer thought that the bomb would like destroy the world, so maybe at the end of Oppenheimer, the world gets blown up. I can I can imagine him getting really dramatic with or, it. What ha- what happens if he's about thing. to set the bomb off and you see someone walking in backwards? <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy from <laughs> Tenet. He's like, it's the protagonist. we're gonna make sure Cameron's
1: movie theater he watches it in is one of those forty d movie theaters, and the the movie theater itself it blows. Cameron, don't go see it! (laughs) <laughs> that's what happened when the firefighters were in the theater with us. What? They
3: were, were yeah. putting the bomb in there.
2: <laughs> what? They were they, safely they had arming the bomb for the for Oppenheimer. I'm just saying, like you made that joke, but like it could very much go the Inglorious Bastards route and just like make up the end of the movie. Exactly, no, what's what actually saying.
1: gonna happen is you're gonna leave the movie theater and you're gonna be like, "Whew, it's all good." And you're gonna go into Barbie and 20 seconds into the movie, Barbie is just gonna make the entire movie theater explode. Oh,
2: yes, oh my goodness! Of course, it all, it, Oppenheimer I, shows you walk, up. You walk and out, Barbie, out of
1: the theater. And you're I'm going back saying, to your
2: car and you hear, Shh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Boom. All I'm saying is if there's an explosion in the near future, it sounds like sydney has got a plan in mind.
1: I, do, I gonna, do not condone blowing things up.
2: Do you think they're going to reference Oppenheimer being like,
0: oh, I'm so sad, I'm so depressed that I'm doing my job that I agreed to do. To I blow think up that's the, the movie, right? That- well, I'm so sad, I'm so depressed. Okay, with eyes that blue, it, how could you there, be happy?
1: So
2: having read the book, there is a lot of complication to it. Is, is it based book? off a of specific book? No, but I'm talking about the book that I read that was about okay. the story. So there, there's varying accounts. To this but w- w- in that book, one of like the storylines is the fact that um, tr- like after FDR dies, Truman takes over, and they still haven't sent the bombs out yet. And he asks Oppenheimer, and Oppenheimer's like, "Um, don't do it." And Truman's like, eh, but I kind of want to. is not Truman like a war guy? Uh, yes, yeah. That sense seems to be the 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 no, general Eisenhower consensus the general. behind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm really interested to see how it's gonna go because I think it is. While 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 we we make joke here oh, and there, and. <clears throat>
3: Wait, was Harry S. Truman the president after FDR? Yes. yes. Who, was, was just, who was the president during the, like, Viet, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Korea War? That I mean, was Truman That start, was still Truman. Okay. And then
2: Eisenhower finished it. <coughs> Eisenhower okay. all, had what that I was little say. photo
0: where he's sitting all silly. Yes, yes, yes. Anyways, what I,
2: I was going to say is that I think it's an interesting dynamic because, yeah, there are jokes like, well, you signed up for. But I think it is very much telling of somebody going to do something on the forefront of science versus seeing the practical application of it. Because I mean, when they yeah. started, they were just it, it, discovering what happens when you split an atom, and then it just why does evolves? that actually
1: make things blow up anyway? Because you
3: know, it takes so much energy it, yeah. to split an atom. I mean, like it's an atom. That's like the like the building is block. Did build- you, know. you guys ever
1: think about if if atoms one day? Just like perfectly aligned with each other, your you hand fall. could go through something.
3: Okay, we literally we had this discussion yeah. yesterday. So I'm cool? not going to get into it, but yeah, we, 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 we really. Sorry, I'm
1: a journalism it. major, so science things just confuse me.
2: It's never going to happen, but yeah, yeah. but uh, but I think it is. I do really it hope. To yesterday, actually. Nolan has shown no fear of explaining far off concepts. Obviously, we saw the use of Kip Thorne in Interstellar, mm-hmm. very adamantly and correctly. So, I do think the film will go in depth in explaining exactly what happens. Because even like reading it in the book as I was, like, in middle school when I read the book. It was still pretty hard to follow exactly what was happening yeah. and how it happened. i so I mean, it was very much the forefront of something <laughs> that had never really been even close to done before to versus what it ended up yeah. becoming. And <clears throat> I think it has the cast to bring that movie to life. Yeah. Everybody's in it.
3: I'm going to sound like a total nerd, like, saying this, but I think the part I'm looking most forward to is, like, the science and how yeah. they explain it and go into it. Because I really like movies about that. Like, I really liked um, Hidden Figures – and they I go that, into movie and was like, so yeah. I good. Watch it. uh, Davis, you would
2: love that. movie. It's such a good it's movie. It's really great. But it's also it's also very it doesn't shy away from going in depth on the math and the yes, science, yeah. exactly. It's kind of hard to follow admittedly in my in my in my opinion, but that was because yeah. I also did <gasps> know what you were talking about, but what? Sorry, I'm just
1: reading more stuff about the Barbie movie. There's going to be like alternate versions of Barbie. Excellent.
2: Cool. They cast me actually. What? <gasps> no way, Davis. But yeah, I agree with you, Cameron. I really think, again, Nolan, you've seen Interstellar. yeah. Yes, yeah. I think he just has done, in, in my opinion in the past, a pretty good job of explaining those concepts. He yeah. blew up an actual nuke for this movie, too. That, I think...
3: Practical. That, I, I do not think that. I think that's unethical. He did. He didn't did he really? actually, no. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. No, he, he,
0: he found a way to make it look
3: he, like no, a No, he, oh, okay. he did not use CGI, he, though. He, he,
2: he recreated a, what a nuclear explosion would be in terms of megatons of TNT that's what Apparently. that's like why would why did you do like that? a
0: thousand that negatons? is not necessary that's, that's what, what i'm saying so i, I thought that's
2: what it said here's what Nolan no i
0: saw a photo here. it was just like he had like a thing of the mushroom cloud and he didn't
3: actually no he like blew some stuff up which is like i feel like that why did you do that the mythbusters not did necessary it, not necessary a little let, a little overdramatic
1: if you ask me like
2: so, there's right, an here ethical it is. Here. cnn article sixteen thousand tons of tnt yeah too, which Whoa. is not which is not the same as mega as as many mega in Minecraft be, but... blocks.
1: That's like <laughs> sorry, it's yeah. like
2: a chunk of TNT. <laughs> That's <true. laughs> a lot of it. So I think, but I mean, hey, if it looks cool, it looks cool.
1: Uh, uh, what a, um, like if they just like kill somebody like, on if, the it, screen? It's not like no, he
2: didn't kill anybody. I don't know what the he I'm killed the in, environment. Are you sure? Boom, That's probably a good point. Boom, but boom, boom indeed. And with that, guys. Shall we move on to our <laughs> last three segments of the show? There's more? Yeah. Whoa, this thing goes We're still on going. Well, we're not done, guys. I mean, this, been conversation, been I've okay, okay. this conversation... I found this conversation to been quite, quite fruitful, of yeah. course. So first, we're going to talk a bit about what have we been watching lately outside of the movies that we watch uh. on the podcast? Ooh. Any any new shows or movies come into your life in the last week or so? Yeah. Cindy, go first.
1: I don't know if I can say the whole title. Why not? It's The, the Life of College Girls.
2: Oh, you see. okay.
1: It's you called can, the Sex Life of College yeah, Girls. You can quote what? You, Sorry, <laughs> you can
2: quote the <laughs> title of something no problem, like how I, I could say Inglorious Bastards, even though that word might be a little pet. Pa- um but Yeah, a, my dad watches that. She it's spelled differently. It's
1: very good. It's a. I don't remember what it's on. It's like Hulu or HBO Max, one of the two. I, I HBO, think it's HBO Max. HBO, yeah, it's HBO. Max. Um, but it's like directed and produced by Mindy Kaling, and it's got. A lot of good actresses in it. It's really good. It's just about some girls in their freshman year of college yeah, doing some fun. silly little things. Yes, my
2: fifty-nine-year-old father watches that show. Well, middle,
1: you know so. what? I told my dad about it, and I was <laughs> silly little guy. Because there's a few things in the show that are like weirdly accurate to what's happening in my life. And so I was telling my dad about it and he was like, oh my gosh, well, maybe I'll watch it because it it'll make me be able to relate to you more. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. Until,
2: until, he, until he realizes what is going on. It's like, oh
1: my God. Okay. We're not going to talk about I'm that because my dad's going to listen to this.
2: I'm kidding. It's all jokes <laughs> aside, guys. Good Lord. Anyway, anything else? Uh, movies, TV shows? We did uh, see uh, Knock at the Cabin last yes, night.
1: Knock at the Cabin. It's so good. If you want really? to, go watch it.
0: yeah, Davis? So I was going to say that uh, Little Women Alumni... Who's in Knock of the Cabin, where well, there's a girl from, one of the girls in Little Women's in Knock of the Cabin. What? Yeah. Is she? Who? Who? Oh my goodness! No, what, she is. You, you can't can just, just say what are that. It's one of the main about? four, she's in the movie. The girl that plays the, the, the one that has the do the, the son, that's oh, the, the line cook. cook. Yeah. Oh, really? She's in really? Little Women. Really? What? Yes. For a brief time, I'm You're sure. You're
1: making that up.
0: Yes, I made it up. No, I didn't make it up.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: We made that one up. It's I don't believe you. <laughs> Fine, don't believe me then. Anyway, she's in the movie. Her name Cameron. is Abby Quinn. Yes, and she is in Little Women. Oh, as who Annie Moffat. Annie Mo- what?
2: what? It's a small side character.
0: Anyways, sure.
3: not important. I haven't been watching a lot lately. I've had a lot of homework. But I did see The Fable Men's last week, and that was pretty good. What a movie. It was great. I love that movie. Because really, so I, I usually don't like Steven Spielberg, but I really like this one. I really liked... Um, we talked about this last week. If you don't like, if you usually Paul Dano. don't like, I like Paul Dano's Steven Spielberg, a lot. like, so you don't like Jaws? No,
2: you don't like Indiana Jones. I like Indiana Jones. And you, I like Star Wars. You don't like? Uh, he didn't do
3: Star Wars, but he was he was part of it. You don't he a, like? He was a buddy. You don't like Jurassic Park? Mm, I mean, I'll watch it. Have you seen Schindler's List? No, I've not. You'll like that one. Yeah, You like that one? Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay, fine. I hate like the Goonies and uh,
2: what? Steven Spielberg didn't. That's not direct the Goonies.
3: Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I'm thinking of E.T. I hate E.T. Oh, I don't like I hate E.T. E.T. E.T.'s, E.T.'s a weird movie. That is the point.
1: It's it's about, about his dad. It just makes me uncomfortable.
0: Really? swear to God, the movie's about his dad. Crazy. So strange. What? Strange. That I wish all- E.T. I also- is his dad or some something like that.
1: Uh, no, the Goonies was directed by this
2: Richard up. Donner. Like, I watched I'm telling the bear. you now. Oh, The Bear, yes. I really like The Bear. Wait, we even talked about this because I also just watched The Bear, too. Yeah, the Bear? Good. What is that? It's, it's a TV show. It's a movie about a bear? No, no it's the okay, show about chef. this about this chef who has to take over his brother's oh, restaurant. Oh,
1: with the guy from Shameless. Yes,
2: on Hulu. Gotcha. It's amazing. It's, great, yeah. it's so so good. Maybe I I'll check it out then. Recommended. It really made me want to eat something.
0: It did.
1: I'm really I'm, I've right now, just yeah, finished right? that show, so third? I need you, other things uh, to yeah. watch. Is so. The Edge
2: open? The Bear's amazing. It's on Hulu. Oh, yes, oh, it is. Okay. We should I can, go. I, I, can, I just came from have The Edge. We have to be edge, quick, actually. though, because we have to come back. Well, it's The Edge. It's right there. Yeah. yeah. And anyway. not non-part.
0: <laughs> Davis, watching anything else? Um.
2: I was, watching, watched, I was rewatching After Sun. Yeah. And the three of us saw Knock at the Cabin. Pretty good. I would I say. liked it a uh, did lot. I ta-
0: did I talk about Burner After Reading already?
2: Yes. You talked about that. In, in In Bruges? No, no, you didn't. I watched. Are you sure I did? not You talked about Burner After Reading, I thought,
0: but you didn't talk about In Bruges. I watched In Bruges, which is Martin McDonough. Yeah, I did talk about it. Oh. Okay. I talked
2: about it already. And that guy said to talk about it. And for me, I started watching The Last of Us at Davis's request. Is it good? <gasps> it's great. Episode 3 had me in shambles. I've heard a lot about
1: Episode 3.
2: Yeah, because uh, homophobes don't like good television. Oh,
1: well, you know, that's it's how it goes. <laughs> It's an amazing episode. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> it's based in the source material, too, to anybody that's saying it's not. Oh,
1: oh, I know what you're talking about. I saw a TikTok about it.
0: It's generated it generated a lot of controversy, because Because yeah. including...
1: people went back and they were like, in the comics, it says... No, no
0: it's not a comic.
2: In the but game. Yes. In
1: the game. Sorry, yes. I'm sorry. It's okay. Please. Yeah. Please don't think
2: I'm sorry. I, I <laughs> uh, would actually we all think you are. Not. It it is generated <laughs> some kidding. controversy for being a filler episode, but a lot of the hate. God, I saw what? one reviewer say kids what? should not be watching this in a to episode three. And I'm like, what kids should be watching an HBO yeah, series? What? Period. Yeah. There's
1: a there's a lot of other reasons.
2: It's all it's all it's all funny. we draw the line. It's it's. I mean, seriously, like what is love? Gonna, no. <laughs> but, but violence? Like that thing is First of all, I don't think it's a filler episode because I think it was exactly what the show needed. And, and number 2, I just thought it was really good. And if it anyway, it's a really good Slam. show. I really enjoyed it. I'm recommended it for both my parents. They my dad had heard about it and I'm like you're going to love. It. My mom, I know for a fact I think will quite like it a lot. And I watched that, and then other movies. I haven't watched anything else. I have some recommendations
0: for people that like The Last of Us. Ooh, yeah, go Some ahead. other movies. <coughs> we'll play the game, of course. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Like if, or sure. just watch a walkthrough. But if you want another movie like it, you could watch The Road with Viggo Mortensen. Ooh, is yes. that based off the book? Yes. I was Cora supposed Mac to read that in
1: my senior year, and we didn't get to that.
0: And The Last of Us is loosely based off, like, kind of inspired by it. Children of Men's another one I'd recommend.
2: Ah. <laughs> that's that's what it was just to get here for. Did oh, it'll circle back to Davis's favorite movie. But, yes, The Last of Us, Sydney, it's really, really good. Yeah, so is The Bear. Both oh, really I've really also just it.
1: started Abbott Elementary. They I've heard that. I heard that was
2: good. Yeah. Yeah. It's Vince funny. In it.
1: It's very funny. It got really?
2: it won a yeah. bunch of awards at the Golden Globes. Well, so. I like grew.
1: Up, I absolutely should not have done this, but grew up watching the BuzzFeed like skits that they used to do when millennials were like the biggest thing. The, in the girl that made mm-hmm. uh, and Quinta Addie was Schwartz in a lot of them. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah she like created the show, and she is stars. What's her name Brunson. Quinta something. Quinta Brunson, I think. it is. Yeah, but she she just won an award for it too. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, kind of cool. I'm like, oh. And it has me.
2: the guy from Everybody Hates Chris. It does. Tyler, it? Tyler James Williams, there you go. who was also in The Walking Dead among. That was sort of his kind of resurgence. <laughs> yeah, he was in The Walking Dead and had the <laughs> most disgusting death in the history of the show. But What was it? Uh. Really? I'm not gonna watch Did it. Okay. I just saw the TikTok. Uh, no, actually, this is before it. involved. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll spoil it then. It's been out a while. Um, he and Glenn are in this revolving door, and the door gets opened by a guy who t- who's like. Are we talking about Vincent them? Martella? No. And the guy then and then he gets pulled into <laughs> yeah. like the horde and you're like oh no he's dead but then the zombies pick him up and put him up against the window and like slowly like apart oh, apart his face yeah it was was- quite terrible Vincent we-
1: Martella was in Everybody Hates Chris and oh. in The Walking Dead oh oh he was so oh, it God. definitely is Vincent Martella who voices Phineas, in no. Fir- Phineas, from oh, Phineas oh, and Phineas and Phineas
2: we were talking about Tyler James Williams but who's also who was the star of Everybody Hates Chris and also in The Walking Dead and in why is there history? just a
1: pipeline from Everybody Hates Chris to The Walking great Dead great question you know, I'm, I'm
2: sure like a casting director worked something um, you you watched all
0: the Walking Dead, right? Uh, most of it. Can you explain to me where Daryl got that little like doohickey space gun in like season eleven? What? There, I've seen. I see so many TikToks of Walking Dead. I need to Dead. watch.
2: it. I need to watch the doohickey space gun clip because I've, I've it's not. Like, seen it's like it's like some advanced military
0: gun nope. or something. And then Negan has like a a Mac eleven with a silencer and a scope on the
2: silencer. Whoa! Nope. I will show you. It he got is the, doohickey. He, well, he did have the doohickey. Well, while Davis is looking that up, why don't we move on to our Ministry of Truth? Do you see it? Okay. First of all, no, that's not a space gun. It's just a weird looking machine gun. But <laughs> where did he get it? the
1: position of these two com- conversations. Um,
2: where did he get it? I have no idea. But it is. It, they they ever run into inconsistencies like that? Like one year they had a car that was in the show that was like their main sponsorship, and it was made after the show had. Yeah, like, I remember started that. The timeline. I don't Ricky, know about that Nicky. one.
3: What if they're in an alternate universe where that car was that's made true. before? Yeah, you're mm, thinking about that it. That's error. a question. That's Boom. interesting. But
2: here's here's a real question, guys. I got a tweet for you that I want to read out here. Okay. Some guy who we will not mention the name on Twitter because we don't you want know, people going after the guy or anything like that. Yeah, we have just so he, many devoted fans. That you know,
4: you
1: know, we, <laughs> yeah. This has
2: been a matter of principle before, Dave, so I tried to mention the name once and you said no, so we're sticking with it. He said, quote, I'd love to see a live-action How to Train Your Dragon adaptation.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Aragon. <laughs> and I'm trying to find the follow-up tweet where he explained it in detail.
3: I don't know if I just why detail. you Just
2: why? the style...
3: Is just gone.
2: I cannot find the tweet where he explained it further, for one whatever of, reason. But One
1: of the most beautiful parts of those movies is the animation. Yeah, right?
2: Exactly. Like, Hiccup looks like Hiccup does because it's animated. Not to mention Stoic is a brick because it's an animated yeah. film. It's believable. That's I like- also think animated films are the medium. They are not to be adapted exactly. to live action. That's... Video uh, games and books are different, but an yeah. animated film is an animated film. It is a film that yeah. just happens to have a certain art style. Like the what? only
1: difference is like the way that uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse happened, and they made that animated. Not, it's just what? Is that the right.
0: Mm-hmm. Title? No, I don't think so. What are you referring to? Hang on. Would you be willing to explain? Can I... I'm just saying, ahead, like, in,
3: as a parallel, like, what if somebody looked at a nice painting and they're, like, the Mona Lisa, and they're like, this is good, but what if it was, like... AI uh, generated. <laughs> yeah, no, like, called- what if it was a photograph? Like, so, what if somebody took a picture of a woman instead? Why would they
2: do And that? I just think <laughs> it's... And I think he went on further to say, oh, it's like Maybe The Last that, of Us. And I'm like, no, because games, again, are very different because games, it's not just... You're not watching a story unfold. You're also playing the story, so... It is also, a different also the last of us didn't have like stylized cartoonish animation yeah. it was meant to it be was photorealistic and yeah. also how to Train your dragon is like a perfect trilogy why on earth would you want to go back to the well there's there? not real dragons anyway <laughs> yeah, how would Damn. they feel? Like I didn't that? I I know that. <laughs> Incredible. The TV show is really good too. It's okay. kind of hard hitting uh, analysis. I said the
1: title right. Y'all just don't know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. I'm saying, like the I'm saying it's like the opposite. They took a live action thing where Spider-Man is like Well,
2: Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse wasn't technically based on anything. Yeah, I know action. it came from a comic, but
1: like still, it's kind of the opposite.
2: Because the character what? had been ad-
0: It's I, I think it's to say anime- about any Are you saying that are you saying the No Way Home they adapted No Way Home into animation?
1: No, no. Then well, what are you saying? No,
0: she's saying that,
3: like, Into the Spider-Verse is an animated adaptation of another source material, whereas yeah. usually you take the source material is an animated thing, and then you make it live action. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Interesting. And yeah. I just think it was, like, a a good example.
2: That's fair. And I will say, even drawing back to the center here, again, I think we're all in agreement that making a live action version of this would be Terrible? That'd be awful. The dragons just, would the
1: just look so bad, like, right? Why? And, and
2: it's just really good and very well self-contained. And also, if you were to adapt them wholeheartedly, you couldn't really recreate the second one, especially the part when Stoic gets blown up and he's totally fine. Yeah, wouldn't really. It just wouldn't work in live action. Well, the movie just does not work.
1: I could argue that these movies were made for children, even though we enjoy them. And what kid is going to enjoy a live-action version of these movies? Yeah, I, could, I, could see
0: kids. I think None he as a kid
2: probably would have. Yeah. I mean, fair. y'all forget really? how much money Lion King made. I was made. a
1: stupid kid. That's true, but that movie was awful.
2: Yeah, but the, it made a lot of money. Lion King made a bunch of money for being just a CGI re Yeah, but Lion King's got
1: more of a solid basis just than the... It's
2: awful. I hate the it, Lion King movie. I didn't like it
1: either when I was growing up, and people but, always thought it was weird. I'm talking I about the, the uh-oh. new uh-oh. one. Oh, uh-oh. that was bad.
0: I, my mom doesn't like it either.
1: Sorry. Is that a bad hot take?
2: I mean that's fine. I don't. I, I don't. I I like it better than some people think. It's like the best one ever, and I think there are better animated films just, out. There. I just don't really like Disney movies. For real, uh, uh, D- we got sorry. beef with Disney. Sorry. Oh no, we um, got beef with Disney. With what? all their, with all their, what they've been doing lately, just remaking everything into yeah. live action over and over and over again, that's and so we are all it's blue, blue in the good. face. And I also think, again, just High your Dragon is good. Leave it as so. Like, 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 um, Guillermo del Toro has been saying, animation is. A medium of its own it's not a subset or like yeah. a or it's not below anything it is on the same stage like spirited away is mm-hmm. yes. oh, not, not like that yes. is one of the movie movies cinematic
3: i did not think had. it was one of the greatest things i've ever seen <gasps> i thought it was like a good movie i don't understand why people say spirited away is one of the greatest things ever did
1: you watch it in preschool
3: i watched
0: it like a month ago
1: <laughs> okay well then you had to start young so it's just a nostalgia.
3: You messed the up
0: thing. the, you didn't read the instruction manual, right? You, you <laughs> yeah, right, right.
1: There's an instruction manual on the inside of the DVD. Case. Watch this
0: when you're in preschool.
1: This, this is, is only go good it. if you
3: watch it when you're like five. An impressionable <laughs> five year old, obviously. And then awesome. you watch it
1: once a year as you grow. What? Yeah.
2: I preferred I used to watch Coco every night before I went to bed. Coco is
1: so good. <laughs> not
2: not, even I've, I used to watch Flushed Away every night before I would go to bed because it was the only I, movie you should I could be ashamed watch while I hate Flushed Away. Um, flushed, Away. Um, flushed Away is an awesome movie and you're both It
3: scared me as a kid. It's scary.
4: It's hilarious. No, it's not. They get They're flushed out of the toilet.
2: There's a joke when Hugh Jackman's character pulls out a Wolverine costume and it's funny. It's, it's scary. Ha
4: ha. I was You can't get
2: flushed down a toilet, Those slugs are horrifying.
4: Being...
3: I'm telling you, like when they were inside the house, and it's like a giant house and it's empty and there's
2: no one there. I was scared. You're not a house. <laughs> I'm just it's saying, like, like, it's, the like, scale. it's like skinamarink when all the when all yes. the doors and the yeah. oh my yes. god, why would you say yeah, but that? But I know that I know that the plot is all the doors and windows are gone. That happened to me recently. Skinamarink. <laughs> what real yeah. Um Anyway, guys, I think it's time for the last bit of what we have what? here today. Some, some trivia. trivia. Ooh, <gasps> we got two. Don't answer it. We got Don't two actually on this card. Do not answer. Do not answer. Who played Lawrence of Arabia? Anybody know? There's don't, literally no world I in which I know And then lastly, know. this relates to Bob the Oppenheimer Odenkirk. debate. True sure or false, the last shot in Inception is of a spinning top. We all know the answer, <laughs> oh, but... You, Alex, you should have you edited that to be, what's the last shot in Inception? Oh, yeah, I should Well, sorry, I didn't, <laughs> we were prepped. Well, anyway, it's okay. I would like to thank you, Sydney and Cameron both, for joining and, the show once again. Uh, what? And... And Davis, thank you, Davis. I was getting to that. You're for always on the show <laughs> for doing your job. For doing your job. But again, thanks, guys, for joining. We always good to have you both as guests on the show. I imagine if our show ends this semester, this would be the last time you're on as guests. So. I think that is no, the Hunger oh, Games one. She's on the Hunger Games. I'm just gonna and... show up to, uh, <laughs> Cameron, to walk <laughs> in. Cameron, <laughs> you want to talk about the Fast now? and the Furious movies? Nope.
1: Are we actually gonna do? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I'm so sorry for you guys. You want to?
0: Come as in
2: my stead for that, Cameron? Nope. I don't know. nope, don't nope. nope. Anyway, be- thank you all for coming, and your mics are being turned off. So thanks to everyone for tuning in to another episode of Through the Lens, our quest for three episodes in one week. Uh, uh. No, Alex, do your thing. Do your thing. Okay. Our quest for three episodes in one week continued today. We hope you enjoyed another episode here on Weagle 91.1 FM. And if you have any thoughts on, the Gret- on Greta Gerwig's Lady Bird or Little Women, you can reach out to the show directly by following us on Instagram at Through the lens, W-E-G-L. That's Through the Lens, W-E-G-L. We will be back next week to discuss another pair of films, this time from a brilliant screenwriter, Aaron Sorkin's The Social Network and Steve Jobs featuring Ainsley. This is Alex Houston alongside my co-host, Davis Carroll, and special returning guests, Sidney Babb and Cameron Kasperzak, signing off. We will talk again in four days. Oh, Lord.